sorry. It absolutely is. You know what? I'm sorry. You had fun yesterday. I did. I had a great day or a great night. And, uh, you know, my we're going to... this. Y- you're the ca- this the, macchiato is going to jumpstart my brain. The caramel macchiato is going to get your brain back to square one. And yes. Okay. Okay. Should I intro the show before you get in? Uh, you're, you're itching to get into I this. Am, and I'm excited for what you have to say. I'm very excited. Uh, welcome to The Tight End with Miguel, a podcast at the intersection of pop culture and sports. My name is Andrew and I'm your host. With me is my esteemed co-host, Miguel. Miguel, how are you today, buddy? Shalom. I'm good. Um, I'm doing a lot better than I was this week because, um, I'm going to call this Miguel's mind magic. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, because I, and while I don't think that I've shared it on the podcast, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I have. Um, I'm a very anxious person. Yeah. Same. I have a horrible anxiety. Uh, this week was... Not the best week for anxiety. So I went through a lot of ups and downs with mm-hmm. my with my mind this week. Uh, and so I started reading a lot of things. And I started watching a lot of things. And then I had a bit of a moment on Friday. Mm-hmm. And which led to yesterday, which is Saturday, the days that we usually record. Yes. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a mind day. And I was like, I'm going to do something that I think is going to be best for my mental health. And then I told you you were fired from the podcast because you missed a day of recording. Yes. Well, we don't value mental health here right. at this corporation. Uh, we, we, uh, we, uh, not disregard. We, uh, oh my God, what would that word be? I'm going to let you sit in it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this happens to me all the time <laughs> when I want to think of words and it's right there. And it's like, we shame it almost, but we don't. Um, in fact, we I value it very much. The same. So, um, I decided I I watched Brene Brown. A lot of people know about Brene Brown. A lot of people don't. Okay, I don't. She's someone that a lot of uh, a lot of therapists recommend Brene Brown to people. Is One she of, on YouTube? Or uh, yes, she's an author. Okay, and she's okay. like a research psychologist, I believe. Oh, cool. Okay, like that is her like term. And the big thing that she's kind of like taken on is vulnerability, mm-hmm. and she talks about how vulnerability is actually the like thing that brings people together. But not only that, um, the people that are able to be vulnerable with the world and are able to be at peace with themselves mm-hmm. um, are essentially are able to have better mental health. Because they have a different world view. Um, and as someone who has so, had difficult situations and uh, not a bad childhood, but uh, parents that were young. So, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, they do the best that they can. Yeah, your obviously. mom was like six, right? Perfect. Yes, my yeah. mom was a six-year-old. I, think I, was pretty um, close to I was 12 and she was six. <laughs> <laughs> um, the start of a new Avril Lavigne song. Yes. It did. Does Avril Lavigne talk about that stuff? It's no, he was a boy, oh, she was a girl. That's, yes, that's what I was getting perfect. Sorry, yeah. Uh, uh, let's talk some more about how you believe that Avril Lavigne is actually country pop. I got validated on the you, Instagram, you absolutely did. Not only that, though, once you actually played the song back, I was like, Yeah, it's there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so validate me, Zaddies. Let's go. Starting this, you know what? This is gonna be a good episode. I thought it was gonna be bad. I, I'm finding the energy. Let's no, go. It's absolutely going to be good. Um, mentally exhausted, maybe we both are. Yeah, but that only makes for a better time. Right. Let's just let's get you kind of loopy, a little loosey goosey ish. You know. I will tell you, my mouth is very dry. 
because I did have a couple cigs yesterday. Um, and so that only leads yeah, I can to relate. dry mouth for me. Yes. Um, so, um, having watched that, I decided that vulnerability is a step that I should take. Okay. Um, and so a little background, everyone in the world knows that I'm gay. Like it's, it's, very- it's every time I see you, it's always news to me. I always have to remind myself. <laughs> <laughs> to if, remind myself that that's the case. If you meet me and you don't know, maybe you don't know a lot about the world. <laughs> Jess's grandmother thought you were a reverend. <laughs> Which, <laughs> when I think back, when you told me that story, when you told me that story, I was like, I was, was dressed. so endearing. It's so funny. I had a red uh, the the style is called the rancher hat from Lack of Color. So I had a red rancher hat on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a like a a more flowy ish uh, black shirt on and yes. then black shorts. You did kind of look like a reverend. Now that I think about it, is that reverend material? I think so. This is from one reverend to another because I'm a reverend. Perfect, a reverend. Yes, I am a reverend. Perfect. You can see my clergy card right there. It's on the wall. <gasps> oh, you are. Yeah, actually- I'm, a, I'm a legitimate reverend. Are you a reverend or are you just, um, um, I'm a reverend. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm well, an ordained re- reverend uh, legally. Reverend Andrew Thank Hollingsworth. You. Um, when I fill out forms instead of like when people could put doctor, I put reverend, I put REV because I find it hilarious. Do you really? Yes. Because I'm a nerd. That is the funniest thing. <laughs> Cause I so you so. get, so you get mail that literally says reverend Andrew. Yes. Oh my God. That is hilarious. I okay. love it. It's so funny to me. Well, reverend Hollingsworth here. <laughs> Here's me doing a confessional for you. Um, so I decided to have a conversation with my mom that I had never had, which is... <gasps> oh, fuck. Okay. Which is the fact that I'm gay. Yesterday makes a lot more sense now. Oh, yes. shit. Okay, I didn't... I thought you were like... I thought you two were like fighting over a clean a clean bathroom or something and you guys needed to like talk it out. No. This makes way more sense. My okay. bathroom's pretty clean. I know. Um, I, just in my mind, that's where I went like, oh, Miguel's having trouble at home, so he's going to stay at home and talk it through it. And that's it's great. Sure. I didn't even consider that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, because most people don't because to be fair, I think most people think, oh, obviously, right? So, but I was very nervous. And in a way, I had a conversation with Kelly the night before that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it is. So shout out to you, Kelly. Shout out to Kelly and shout out to Jen for listening to me this week and helping me and helping ground me. Um, back into reality because arguably they are two of the most uh, mentally sane people. Yes. And while everyone yes. has their own Definitely, situations. Yeah, go to those two and not me because I'm not the person for that. I think everyone knows that. He, I'm a supportive person, but I, I, yeah. But that's the thing is you're very supportive. So it's like while you might deal with your own issues, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, you deal very well with other people's issues and you almost put them at the forefront, which that's is what I'm, I'm begging yeah. you to just... Like we had a very long conversation about this. We did. And Brene Brown says this, if you aren't fully yourself, Mm -hmm. you can't help other people wholly. Right. 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 Um, You got to be kind of wholehearted is, is her, her verbiage for it. Um, And as in the words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And it's a hundred percent true. And obviously this man is like a Buddhist. He wakes up at like 4 a.m., does meditations, mm-hmm. does all the work that he needs to do to ground and center himself to be calm and not anxious. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when you're putting yourself out there in something that the world doesn't 
fully support like the whole yeah, yeah. the whole world doesn't fully support it um so you get a lot of hatred so you almost have to you have to be whole as a person so that when you go out there you can understand this is not me this is them reflecting their issues right okay and you know but so i had to talk to my mom wow okay and i was like that's huge i'm going to tell my mom because and not that i I knew that she knew because again, I live my life pretty authentically. So the way that I'm on here, the way that I'm with my friends is the way that I'm also at home. It just wasn't a conversation that was ever had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have to have the conversation, but I decided that for myself and to make my home a place where it could be kind of ground zero, that when I go back there, all conversations I'm able to have. Yeah. And there were other things that her and I had to talk about that because I wanted to talk to her about deciding to go into therapy and some of the things Mm -hmm. that I'll have to work through. Um, And uh, so I did, I had a conversation with my mom and I was very anxious about it all day. Thankfully I talked to Kelly and then I talked to Jen like literally right before I did it. And Jen was like, just do it. I'm proud of you for doing it. Just go and do it. Like this is only going to be good. So I went and I talked to my mom. I actually called her into my room and she didn't want to come down because I call my mom into my room all the time to show her dumb things on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, what do you want? Um, And so then she comes into my room and I essentially told her and she was like, right. Okay. (laughs) And it was a lot less anticlimactic than I expected it to be. And I mean, it was just, it was a very validating situation because it was like, of like yeah right we know like it, it we're we're aware everyone is aware <laughs> so so but it just it and it felt really good because it almost felt like the relationship took another step where it was like a very open yeah uh, relationship rather than having any like boundaries anymore yeah I, I love that. um so yeah and I mean obviously I'm not gonna go to my mom and be like oh like. Like all these like sexual things that are like that I'm like talking about everywhere else because that's that's something reserved for friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, your mom didn't um, need to hear that, bro. But a like everything else and like being able to because jo- we're a very joking family. Yeah, you know, yeah. We we are very lighthearted about things. My my mouth. I can hear my mouth like, because of how that? dry it is. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. You know when it's so... I can, I can hear my mouth. You know when your mouth wouldn't, is so dry? Wouldn't your mouth make more noise if it was wet? I don't know. I feel like I... I don't know. So... <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So I, I had the conversation. It was great. We talked about some other things that those things are more private, so I will keep those to myself. But um, that that part of the conversation was great, and it, it felt really, really good. And I actually, I was like, I don't know if I want to share this. Like, I obviously I was going to share it with you guys. I would here. hope so, yeah. But I, I was like, I don't know if I want to share it on the podcast. But then I kind of had a conversation with one of my other friends, uh, Leah. And I, after talking with her a little bit, I was like, well, this isn't everyone's experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It isn't how everyone's coming out goes. And um, obviously my coming out was many, many, many years ago um, because everyone around me has known. Um, It was just a conversation I hadn't had with my mother. Right. But clearly, I mean, she knew. If you walked into my room, you'd be like, this is a room of a homosexual man. (laughs) Um, Right. Uh, So I, um, yeah, it was great. And I was like, I am going to share it in, in a, 
to be almost to push myself a little bit more with that vulnerability that I I'm trying it, to 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 gain because it's like I think other people should hear it and be like sometimes you're so in your head about something because you have heard other stories or whatever, but it's like maybe give the people in your life the opportunity, be vulnerable and give the people in your life the opportunity to love you wholly rather than, than the parts that you choose to share, you know? Yeah. This is going to sound like shade and I promise you it's not. I literally love that for you very much. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I am very happy. I, I, yesterday after I did it, I felt, I literally felt like I lost half my body weight and I, and you don't know how much that like sits on you mm-hmm. until you talk about it. And then you have, um, obviously she said some very, very sweet things her about her and my stepdad and my siblings. So all of those things just helped me a little bit more. And with the journey that I'm about to enter of which is going to therapy. So I'm looking for a therapist Mm -hmm. um, to work through, to work through the traumas so that we can start attacking anxiety and we can start, you know, uh, taking away the lies that anxiety likes to tell you. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I was like, all of it together. It's like, I would like to share it on the podcast because you, when you hear that other people are going through situations that are very tough Mm -hmm. Um, it makes you feel less alone because yeah. when you're in depression, anxiety, PTSD, uh, you know, uh, any type of trauma or any type of, of those situations, because it's things that people can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't understand it. And they they think that it's it's something that you just got to snap yourself out of. And it's like, well, I, I, I wish that was the case. I'll, I'll offer yeah. this to, to the people that don't understand it. And it's like. It, it isn't something that people want to do. You don't want to feel anxious in situations that you that you would rather just be having fun in. Yep. You don't want to feel uh, misunderstood in those ways because I think as humans we just want to be under we like crave understanding. Safety, yeah, for sure. Uh, like togetherness, and yeah, these, we're herd animals, bro. W- absolutely, and really at the at the end of it all, we I when I said this to Kelly. It was like, and, and I I didn't come up with this, but it's like we are just all hurt children. You know what I mean? Right. Like at at, at our core, it's just like we're just little children who just need a little bit more than what we got. Mm-hmm. But the people that raised us did the best that they could with what they had. Right. Right. right? For sure. Obviously, that is not everyone's uh, truth, but for the most part, it's like that. That is everyone. You know. And so I'm like, well, maybe share it and be a little vulnerable with people because it might help someone else feel like, oh, you're not alone. Yeah, for sure. In your own thoughts. And it's like we all everyone has it. Anxiety is something that literally everyone gets. It's also a a like uh, would it be a biological response to things? Like it's a safety mechanism. Yeah, your parasympath- parasympathetic nervous system is literally reacting to the you, around you, and it's initiating your fight or flight mechanism. Right. It's like it, when we were fucking cavemen. It's like if you see a giant mammoth running at you, yes, you you need to feel a little bit of anxiety and, to fucking run. And, 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 and for me, my mammoth is like traffic or being confined in some yes. way. Going to yeah. the DMV is my actual nightmare. Everyone has a different mammoth. Yeah, mine mine is very social. I have a very social. Uh, uh, almost like uh shame or like embarrassment of, mm-hmm. of, of it. Like it just, it's very like heavy is I guess the best word to, to use in that situation. Like Fiona, That's the way Fiona Apple would describe it is a heavy balloon. 
A what? A heavy balloon. Is who described it? Fiona like? Apple. Fiona Apple. Do I know who that is? Uh, yes, you do. Um, she released an album last year called uh, "Fetch the Bolt Cutters," and she has a very good song. Uh, it's a very, it's a great analogy for how. Is it criminal? She has a yes, song she, criminal. Yes. Okay, yes. You know the video. Gosh, yes. she's, cause yes. she's super hot in it. Oh my god, it's a fucking great song. Well, great. Yeah. Uh, side note. If you haven't seen Hustlers with the beautiful Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, when she comes out, when she is introduced in that film, she comes out. I've shown the dance to you yes, guys. Yes, you have. Oh, my God. Uh, can we watch Geely next weekend? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I've been wanting to watch it because I know how bad it is. I've, I've never seen have you, it. Have you heard of the premise of this movie? No. Okay. I can't recall it off the top of my head. But they're back together. But I know. So we should celebrate the movie that ended their relationship because it really was the cause of- Was it really what ended what, it? No, they, were, they like fell uh, in love. Well, they I know fell that in, it's not what ended it. No, they fell in love on the set. What, what made it fall apart was the paparazzi coverage of it. Mm-hmm. It was just like they couldn't be themselves because they were so like- it, like imposed upon by the paparazzi. Right. But oh God, I wish I could remember. I'll I'll describe it to you after this, but we have okay. to watch Geely next weekend. We absolutely will. I'm very excited. Why don't the rest of you watch Geely as well? Let's have a watch party. And then we'll all we'll all talk about we'll Geely. We'll talk about it together. But yeah, so that was that's uh that was my little moment that I wanted to share. Hell yeah, I'm so happy for you, bro. Thank you. Good work. Thanks. It was very tough. Uh it was more tough than I thought it would ever be because just of oh you of the way my brain is yeah, wired yeah and it's also been building up in your head for how long you know what i mean right because then, then i think the how m- many times have you had that conversation in your head right yeah you know what i and mean And the more that you wait to do something the more that it does build up in your brain to be something because yes. once you let your brain take control of those situations which is why yesterday the moment i got off the phone with jen and i was at a high with like Okay, you just got to do it. How do I think about it? When you called me, I could you you sounded anxious. Uh, oh my like, god! I, like thinking back, I didn't even notice it at the time. That that is that was my whole week. Wow. I was just an anxious, anxious person. Anxious little baby. And there was other things, and it just oh, excuse me, Jesus! I uh, I you, have, you don't even have a white claw today, and you're still burping into the well. Mic. This is is it carbonated? This is kind of carbonated. Oh, okay. So this is actually a um. It's a magnesium drink mixture okay. that is supposed to help kind of bring and calm your brain down. Let's go, bro. Yeah. So and then you I'm, got a giant coffee to go along with that. So uh, it's is it decaf? Decaf. Okay. Yes, we're not drinking coffee. I'm. I am also uh, ADHD. So the medication that I take for ADHD mm-hmm. doesn't mix well with other stimulants. That makes sense. I'm a decaf person from now on. Let's go. Because this macchiato, have... you, this macchiato you brought me is literally slapping. I haven't had one in so long, and it's very good. And I'm a Starbucks hater. I know. Also, you're probably a lightly hungover from whatever happened last night. Yeah, we're we're hydrating. I, yeah. I didn't do too bad. I didn't. I didn't do too bad. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of dancing. I will also tell you. I think well with and now that you said dancing, you probably sweated a lot of it out because you were probably yeah. in the moment. Especially it was like 102 outside yesterday. Oh my too. god, the fucking degrees that were yesterday. Because I was talking to Kelly and Jen outside, like literally. Chain smoking. Chain smoking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anxiety. It's I know great. how it goes, bro. Um, but I was doing that, and I was like, "Holy shit! It is so fucking hot yeah. out here." That's like, why, like, why every, everyone missed you yesterday. But I know, this. I know you would have been miserable. I would have been in the corner with, with that loud fan that I fucking forgot to bring today to annoy you. <laughs> um, 
just fucking fanning myself because it was so goddamn hot. Yeah, it was miserable. Um, and solo all, all solo, <laughs> all solo. This imaginary dog. <clears throat> all solo wanted to do was go outside and sit next to me, and I'm oh, like, "That's cute." We're on concrete. It's blistering. Yeah, it's hot. gonna burn his little balls. I can't even put my feet, my bare feet, on it. You have to go inside. But then he would sit by our back door and he would look at me, and I'm like, N- "You're just sitting out here panting. Like it isn't making you feel good. Please just stay inside and drink <laughs> water. Ugh. Hydrate, dog. Yes. So yeah, but so what started out as a as a bad week had a really great resolution to it. And hopefully by the next episode, I will have uh, acquired a therapist. Because, Hell yeah, dude. Uh, truth be told, uh, therapists are at an all-time high right now with uh, just, I think, everything that people have realized is going on in their heads yeah, because yeah. of last year. So a lot of people are going to therapy, um, which is great. That actually makes me feel good because the more fucking sane people we have in this world, maybe the less division we'll also have in the world. I couldn't agree more. So... But yeah, that was Miguel's uh, mind magic. Wow, what a great segment! Thank you, I love it. Why so not? we'll we'll update we'll, that. That'll be a that'll be a what's it called a uh, reoccurring segment. A reoccurring segment. Hell yeah! As we get through certain things, we'll we'll get more and more into. Let's go. It. Speaking of reoccurring segments, should we hop into sports news? We absolutely should. Do you want to tell me the anecdote about yes, like yesterday? Yes. So I've talked previously on the spot. I had. A, I just want to say I had a great time yesterday. I saw a lot of family from Los Angeles. I haven't seen in a very long time. They're not my direct family, but they're my family. Damn they're it. your family. Anyone who says otherwise can shut the hell up. Perfect. Um, so we. It was Mom's birthday. One of our Christina, my beloved other mother. Shout out to Christina. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Um, and I had to miss it because we had a. There was a huge party for. I haven't. We haven't had one of these in so long. This used to be like a weekly occurrence. Absolutely. And Jesus. you get together, the barbecue, you have tacos, you have cumbias, you have everything you could be, and modelos and anything you can want. The problem yeah. is when I drink a couple of beers and I notice how everyone else is having fun dancing, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go have fun dancing because I can and it's I should. liquid courage. Exactly. My, I let my anxiety guard down a little bit. It's like, okay, you might be the payaso here, but that's okay. It's okay. So all of Christina's sisters were in town, all of my tias. So there's like a circle of older Latino women. And <sighs> me and Keyshawn are dancing and me and Brian Keyshawn. are dan- and me and Brian <laughs> me and Brian are dancing. And oh you miss Brian, he says hello. He saw you at Pre-Funk. I saw him at Prefunk, yes. yes. Uh, I told him that it was his fault that uh, you missed the episode. Perfect. So I, I took the blame off of you and put it on him. Put it on Brian. And awesome. he, t- he gladly took it for you. So Awesome. Um, so I'm dancing, and then Mom's does the thing where she makes me dance with her, which is great, but it, I've talked about it before. Even with very specific instruction, I can't do Like my, my body doesn't do it. I can't dance. Right. It's just something I've realized, and it's fine. It's not a big deal. Not everyone has to know how to dance, but it's like my brain literally sends the wrong signal to my feet. Like it, it, it doesn't work. I'm telling you. So I have this circle of older Latino women and all of them are taking turns now teaching me how to dance. And all of it took, I went through probably four people and then they just gave up on me. They're like, I guess you can't do it. And even Brian was like, dude, I have the very basic steps for you to this. And I'm like, it's, it's, like it's one forward, one back, one forward, one back. Like right. the, and I'm trying to do it 
And I'm like, Brian, I d- my feet are literally like going sideways and shit. Like, it just doesn't work. To be fair, I think from when we're kids, um, like, I, we would go to, like, parties and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's always dancing because yeah. it's just what we enjoy. Um, <clears throat> Latino people, I mean. Um, so there's like women on, on like the dance floor with their kids, like dancing, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, it is kind of, I don't want to say it's in our blood, but it's absolutely, absolutely in our blood to just have fun and just like move. Like we're, we're very, uh, we're very expressive people Yeah. and, and this is one of the ways we express it. And so I think that when you don't grow up in that way and dancing isn't something that you do like every weekend sometimes, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, you know, it just doesn't come naturally to people. You know, sometimes. Yeah, you know what's weird is that so. at, at bass festivals though, like there's very there's a lot of coordinated like large group dances that mm-hmm. happen, and those I can get down, and some of those get rather complicated, and that those I can do. It's just the most basic stuff I can't. Like I just it, my brain doesn't my body doesn't work. Right. Well, my body. Once again, I I said it on the last time we talked about it when everyone goes hips, 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 hips on the recito, hips, hips, right, and then. One of the ladies was just like, you don't have any. Like, sorry. it's You can't do it. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You're not Shakira. And I listen. Am, I am not. You're not a Colombian woman. No, I'm not. And and that's okay. I'm an English-Swedish man, <laughs> unfortunately. We we have to just be okay with it. I still had a blast dancing with everyone. I don't care. Yeah. I'll do my little... Here's I'll, I'll do that little step forward, step back thing that I do. That little walk, you know, that I do. Yeah. That's my move. And it's fine. It's on, it's in rhythm. So it's fine. Dancing, even if you're going to go out there and like dad dance, um, it is what it is. Just have fun. Just have fun. And again, you know what? This is, this is a, a thing where it's like, sometimes people get in their head about whether people are watching this or not, because you're like, oh my God, are people watching how bad I'm dancing? They're having more fun. doing their own their own situation and they're so like high on them dancing that it's like just dance uh the thing dad dance also yeah the thing was uh so it it was me and christina and then a circle of so it was me and moms and then a circle of people so you were in In a dance in a dance battle yes this was like of of just this was step up to the streets with andrew perfect uh oh my god what is his name uh oh damn it I'm not gonna remember the guy gonna, that yeah that, the the choreographer, the choreographer from Drag Race. Yeah, God damn it! Wow, how good are we at? This? I wanted to say his name was Jalen Mills, but I'm pretty sure that's a basketball player. But it's something close to that. That sound that sounds really familiar, but maybe that's because I've heard you and Jess talking. If it is a basketball player, I'm pretty sure it's a basketball player. I, I think it's Jamal. Yes, yes. It might be Jamal. Jamal Mills. No, Jamil Mills. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate these. You names. know what? It doesn't matter. You got it. We're moving on. Let's go ahead and get on to the sports part of this. Hey, this is a sports podcast. Boom. Um, in sports news, the Suns lost the NBA Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks won. <gasps> oh, nope. Okay. Pro- no, this proves even more that I am the sports curse. If I root for your team, they are going to lose. And you had originally said that it was me. Yeah, no, I I, I should have known better. I should, I definitely should. You have know known what? Better. This is what been... you did was you took you took it you tried to take it off yourself. Yes, I tried to put it on you. And then because I, I would love me. I would love for the Vikings to win the Super Bowl. And then once. Karma was like, you uh-uh. know what, Andrew? Mm-mm. Now now hold my fucking beer. And it said, here you go. I thought I'd be fine because I sleep under this nice Buddha, but I guess not. Well, and I got my little my little jade ones over. Oh, they're not jade. What are they? Oh. Did you have you put them in? I haven't put them in yet. No, okay. but I did cleanse them. Okay, and I put my in, oh yes intention into it. I did put my intention into okay. it. Okay, and then I don't know. I 
I re-cleansed the amethyst one you gave me, the intention stone. I, yeah. But I, is it okay to put the same intention into different stones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sports podcast. Um, it's, yes. So the Suns lose. I'm cursed. Um, the Cleveland Indians have officially changed their name. Right. Going forward, they're now the Cleveland Guardians. Did you Did you see this? No. It's kind of a big deal. But that makes sense because Cleveland Indians. Well, you should see their mascot is Mr. Wahoo, I think his name is, is, is not good it's not good and people have been asking cultural appropriation going on uh just like blatant racism like not even not it's pretty on the nose um so people have been asking for this for a long time well initially they just wanted them to get rid of the mascot because the mascot's so asinine but uh they straight up just changed the name so next year they will be the cleveland guardians and then sports news was light from this week i did have a bit that i was going to try to do with you about the olympics but as i was writing it it didn't work okay so we're going to skip over. I'll, I'll think of some Olympics content because, God, I love the Olympics. I know it's terrible for the places that have to host it. And, like, the IOC is, like, the most Do corrupt. Brazil? <laughs> yeah, all those Amazonian stadiums that are just getting overgrown again. Oh, no. Or the ones in Russia from the Sochi Olympics that were just collapsing because they were so shoddily built by slave labor. Also, I'm sorry. I just drank that right in front of the mic. That's okay. You know what? I'm... I almost did as I almost chewed ice on Mike, so I'm glad I did. I had to catch myself. That's why I got a straws, but I fucking forgot that. That's okay. <gasps> oh my god! Did, I did it. Did you just manifest Jesus straws? Christ! What? I'm a fucking magician. You're a goddamn gay wizard. I am the fucking gay <laughs> ultimate gay. Move over, fucking Alistair Crowley, you son of a bitch! You hear that? I got you. Got to talk right to him. I got a, I got a sticker of him Move right there. Move over, Mr. Crowley. He was a power bottom though, Alistair Crowley. Well, he was like the ultimate power bottom. He fucked a man to death. In the desert, with his with his butt, and isn't that what we all want? Like he's straight, and he's he, he he did fuck a man so hard that he committed suicide afterwards. Like in the desert, that's not a joke. Wait, did the man die while he was having sex? No, with no, no. That's the that's the joke. But like he was so traumatized from the sexual experience, well, and all of the drugs and and weird magic r- rituals they were doing. But he ended up committing suicide. I want to say that that was the drugs. I don't know about the sex. I, I, I mean, just, I'm sure the I, sex. I want to say that Aleister Crowley is so good at fucking that somebody died. You know what? Because it's, I guess, aw- it's awesome. Listen, it's not a. This is power a, bottom of the week goes to Aleister Crowley. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is this is no shade on. I, I would be proud of myself if I had a had a ass powerful enough to kill a man. A bussy powerful. <laughs> yes. Enough for that? yes. <laughs> when, you're, when you're throwing it that bus back so good that a man just wants to commit suicide. Awesome. Um, Listen, Alistair, good for you and your ass. <laughs> well, he's dead, right? Yeah, long dead. Yeah. And he was, because I listened to the last podcast on the left about him. Mm-hmm. He was not an attractive man. No, he wasn't. But uh, he, had a, he had a lot of charisma. I mean, he, he knew how to get charisma, people to like him. uniqueness, nerve, and talent, would you say? Yes, I would say that. Have you, have you figured out what that spells out? No. It spells out cunt. Oh, okay. Every... It, I like it. Is, yeah. Also, I didn't even notice there was caramel in this until that straw hit the bottom of that. Woo, baby. Yeah. yeah. You'll want to you'll wanna shake I, it up yeah. to get it in there. Well, I don't want to uh, do that on mic. Oh. So I'll just deal with it. That's fine. Oh, I've been shaking this motherfucker up. Um, so yeah. So I outsourced some sports news this week. So I, I do have a piece of, of sports news. Oh, go ahead. It's someone else who came out this week. Um, and it's only because of gay Twitter that I knew about this. Mm-hmm. Um, he, this is a, I believe he is a hockey player. Okay. I don't know necessarily where he's from. I believe here in the U.S. His name is Luke Prokop. Okay, he sounds he, like a hockey player. 
And he came out this week as a homosexual man. Oh, was that on Twitter? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's the NH- the NHL. This is him. Oh, so he plays for the Nashville Predators, it looks like. Oh. Because that's the jersey he's wearing. Um, the hashtag on here that he put is Smashville. So that's I imagine... I that's, imagine. A very, that's a very good hockey team. Oh, well. Um, shout, uh, shout out to you, Luke. The, oh, yeah. The National Predators. Uh, they signed him uh, in... Because uh, he retweeted this. The Nashville Predators uh, signed him to a three-year entry-level contract in December. Okay, so he's coming up from probably a... a uh, what do they call it in hockey? A, a lower-tier league. Yes. Okay. And then he officially posted his little message. Hell yeah, um, bro. Way to go, Luke. Yeah. So shout out to you, Luke. I love it. Uh, so we do have an executive producer this week that I'm going to name. His name is Nathan. Perfect. I reached out to him. Uh, the NHL had an expansion draft this week because Seattle is getting a team, the Seattle Kraken. No. So Seattle. The well, Seattle Kraken? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Yeah, I'll show you their logo. It's fucking tight. I want a jersey. You get one because they're fucking. The colorway is really cool. The logo is super, super dope. Um, so the way this oh works my God, is that that's cool. Yeah. So when a new team happens, like you have to get players for that team, right? Sure. So what they do is every team can save a certain amount of players. Um, it's, I think it's like seven players you can just save. Like you, nobody can take these. And then that new team gets to pick one person from every team to put together their team. Does that make sense? <gasps> Yes. So that draft happened. that that kind of oh, okay. It, I, if I, if you play it very smart, um, it can be very very good for you. Like Vegas, when Vegas got a team two years ago, they won the Stanley Cup Finals with a what? brand new team that had never played together. Because you're picking quite literally, you're hand picking players. Yes. Every <gasps> and everyone's open except for those Does on that the exemplars. Yes. How okay. Else, how else are you going to do it? I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Well, wouldn't wouldn't you just Oh, I guess no, because even when you're drafting, you already have a core group of players. Yes, exactly. This this team doesn't have any players. So let uh, let me ask you this question then. When like um, this is oh this is this can be directly correlated to Drag Race when they have to do all their little mini challenges and mm-hmm. they have to get into groups and people get to assign groups. Which, by the way, I'll tell you that in a sec. Um, uh, what if you're like a player at, in the Nashville Predators and you don't really want to move to Seattle? You no. don't get a choice? No. What? No. Wow, that seems so unfair. But also, I mean, I guess. But also you have the chance to play for a, like, this is, the thing about playing for a new city is like, you're going to, the fan base is going to be so strong for you. Like, especially if you're on the initial team, like you have the opportunity to become a, a legend in a city. First of all, it's Seattle. Those people are intense. Yeah, they got robbed of their basketball team. The, so what? The fucking, the, the, is it the 12th? The twelfth man or whatever. Yeah, the twelfth. Oh, nice job. Um, well, I just remember it because it was literally as I was driving back up to Bellingham mm-hmm. when I lived there. Um, there was always like flag, like giant flags that showed it. So people are very intense about it. Uh, Nick Wagonman and Nan, and Exe- oh. executive producer of this segment. Is he a big Seattle? Oh yeah. Sounders or the Hawk or the Seahawks? Seahawks and Sounders and oh, okay. and the Mariners or the baseball team and okay. the, I think he, I, the Mariners Stadium. Yes, that, that is okay. Me and my client this week were just talking. We were talking about something completely different, but I I didn't remember what the fuck the the stadium was called, and I was like, wow, I'm really bad. CenturyLink Arena, isn't it? I think that's it. It used to be Quest. It used to be Quest, and then Quest got bought up by CenturyLink, I thought. And it's where the Mariners play. I think so. Okay. I could be way wrong. Nathan will let me know, I'm sure. 
And then I, I and so we we couldn't figure out. I was like, it's the Seahawks, but I don't know if that's the anyway. So I asked Nan, I asked Nan um, what he what he thought of like how his team did, like how did the draft look? And uh, he gave me some bullshit sports answer. And then I was like, Nathan, I need you to rate it uh, out of out of eight tentacles because it's because of the Kraken. Well, the Kraken has yeah. eight tentacles. Perfect. I mean, well, technically they have two arms and six tentacles because I had to. I Googled it. Oh, for the love but, of God. So Nan rated uh, the draft seven out of eight tentacles. A good looking prospect team with cap space to improve in the offseason. So this <gasps> has been Nathan's Kraken compromise. Can we, as a ranch, take a vacation to Seattle and go to a game? Uh, yeah, 100%. I've never been to a hockey game, but oh. I always wanted to go. You haven't gone to a, a Steelheads game with us? No. Oh, yeah, we're doing that when, when we can. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Um, Kelly works for um, here, our friend Kelly, uh, friend of the podcast, Kelly Adams. Um, she works for the company that owns our CenturyLink uh, mm-hmm. arena yeah. here, which is where the Steelheads play. Yes. Um, you've never been to a game with us? No. You've never got to sh- sit there and shout no. red ice at hockey players? No. While they're fighting? Oh, my God. We've got to go. I've, it is I've, so much fun. To be fair, I have never been to any sporting event. Okay. Well, the, this, this is well. Other than the road, if the rodeo can be considered sporting. Oh, we did discuss this. I, we did discuss this yesterday in your absence, and we we have all decided that we are going to the rodeo this year. I talked about it with um with Brian, because oh, oh, obviously yeah. Brian, <laughs> Brian and I were shotgunning fucking white Seltzers. claws. Yeah, this came two up years ago. Yeah, we, we, we Jesus Christ! I was <laughs> such a mess. <laughs> You were having a fun time. I did. And then you gave the the best Irish goodbye you could possibly give, which was just get get into an Uber and don't say anything to anybody. I mean, thankfully, I do remember. Shout out to Josh for not like for at least watching and knowing what car I got into because someone could have driven up and I would have just gotten into the car. Shout out to Josh. There was a little crossfading going on. And so. Yeah. And 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 seltzer shotgunning. Most importantly, seltzer shotgunning, but also they, they only serve Monaco's or like whisk. It was whiskey, right? Yeah. They had like a Jack Daniels stand. Yeah, the Jack Daniels stand. So I'm like. That's why I buy the bucket. That's why I buy the beer. But I know everyone doesn't like beer. I but can't I, drink be- beer. I yeah. like I like the like fancy beers that yeah. everyone's like, you're not a real beer drinker. And it's like, I, I like those beers because they have a good taste to them. Yeah. That's why I go to um, Prevunk. I just really like light beer. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm taking it's, a little bit of a, it's, it's the white trash in me. I'm taking a break from, uh, drinking mm-hmm. while I'm figuring everything yeah, out. Yeah. But at that event, I'm also giving myself grace to know that, uh, if I decide to have a drink, that's fine. You decide to have a drink. Yeah. But, um, so that night for sure I will, but yes, I'm going. Okay, sweet. Uh, we got to take you to a Steelheads game. I have a jersey over there. I, I can't wait to oh, show you. Oh, I'll finish that. Sorry. Kelly's company owns the CenturyLink arena. So they get free tickets. Oh, cool. And she told me, she was like, when ever you guys want to go and if there are some available we can absolutely go so oh yeah we have a plug oh yeah to go well good great because uh, i love going to steelheads games it is so much fun i'm more than happy to go fuck yeah yeah um i forgot where i left off you know what it's not thank you nathan for co-executive producing this segment uh, i would like to say shout out to josh and bell who are on a road trip right now and they are listening to us on their road trip so shout out to you guys we shout love you and to you bell and josh i actually thought about uh going yesterday because i was like maybe bell has some info for me on like who i can like how to find a, th- a good therapist mm-hmm. that's know? what i would ask yeah so maybe i'll just text her do it shout she out might- to you bell you and josh it. 
Okay, moving on to the next. That was all I have for sports news. Well, I'll get some Olympic coverage done. Don't worry, guys. Okay. Don't worry. I'm I. Oh, you also missed the Mexico game last night, which was so it was fun. It was just like watching a Mexico game in a room full of Mexican dudes is sure. It's like the greatest, bro. Uh, uh, absolutely. Oh, it was so you'll find no bigger fans. It was so much fun. Yeah. Also, have you seen their their kits, their uniforms? No. Oh my God, you're gonna want one. Look them up. Look up the uh, U.S. men or sorry, the Mexico men's national team. Um, the U.S. Mexico men's. Yeah, sorry. My the macchiato hasn't hit yet. Mexico men's, men's team soccer kit, and they're like black and purple. Which I literally I used to just think they're like, oh yeah, this is like your outfit. The old like ones your... were okay. This. Yeah. Tell me how fucking Holy cool those are. Shit, that is. So Aztec yeah. of them, but beautiful. I love, yeah. Well, even the font they use is, is like very Aztec. I love it. It's so great. Oh, I want one. Yeah, so do I, which is a problem. <gasps> they're and they're Adidas. Uh, yeah, go to DHgate <laughs> for a soccer jersey. It's probably fine. I have one. I have a you D- know what? I have a DHgate soccer jersey in there that looks just like the real one I also have. So, so did so did your jersey that you got from there? Ah, uh, the stitching's pretty bad. Oh, you didn't have a jersey from DHgate already? Not a no. All of my NFL jerseys I are mine. They're they're not DHgate. They're like NF actual yeah. NFL. Yeah, the like the Adam Thielen I had there. Uh, Nan and Jess and Mike and Michaela and Erica bought for me for my birthday. Okay. And then the other two that are there I've had since 1998. Jesus Christ! Um, and they still fit me. How the fuck do they still fit you? Because they're huge. My dad bought me like an like an adult small so that I could wear it forever, which is genius. Thank you, Dad. Let, let me tell you what an adult small in DH gate would be. It would fit Jen's newborn child. <laughs> All so right. that's upsetting. Uh, we're going to move on to Andrew's apologies. Um, last week, I said it was Smiling Sam LV who, fa- who fought your green-haired boy, whose name is uh, Chris Mountano. And I just want to say, say this. Say that last name one more Mountano. Mountano. And I just, this is going to be funny for Marcel and Jess. Uh, it sounds exactly like the way legendary French Basco Jean Gazdenbein would say mountain home. Mountain on. I need to go to mountain on. Which is very funny to me. Yeah. He, and I'm going to just do a Jean Gazdenbein impression for one more. Because he used to say Aunt Jemima is Anjou Mama. <laughs> Anjou Mama. Legendary French Basco. That almost sounds like Jean he's Gazdenbein. saying Andrew's Mama. It could. Maybe he was. Oh. He was a very, very funny man. Mm-mm. Also, uh... Thank you, Marcel, for accepting my Basque. Oh, uh, yes. My Basque apology, which going forward, my uh, <laughs> my apologies will be called the homo hiccups. <laughs> we have to stay true to alliteration. We just we have re- to. We really have backed ourselves into a corner, though. We You're have, right. We are not just in the corner. We have built a expensive home that we're upside down in. <laughs> On, in the fucking called, corner. Like, I called the NHL expansion draft the Kraken Compromise. It doesn't even really make sense, but it has alliteration. Yes. Uh, so it was actually uh, Sugar Sam O'Malley who fought your little green Sugar boy. Sugar Sam O'Malley. It was the alliteration. They both have alliteration. I love them both, apparently. Right. Um. Yeah, that's it. I Which, did. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, he made a new fan. I I loved the way. I mean, that he the fought, other boy. He fought great. Uh, I mean, that boy, like... No, like don't do don't do that. You got whooped to on. yourself. Yeah, you got whooped on real bad, d- dude. You were you were fu- like he face fucked you. Yeah, pretty yeah, <laughs> yes. So, but g- good for you, Sugar Sam. 
So that's all I have for our apologies this week. Um, I think we did pretty good last week. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. Yeah. A lot of people were, uh, not a lot of people, one person in particular was really uh, confused and upset by your Conor McGregor take, but we can leave that at that. You guys already had that conversation. It was Jess. Yes. He was very upset with that. I know. It's, you know what? I've, I've come to terms with it. I've come to terms with the fact that people, Conor McGregor is very divisive. Yeah, 100%. Um, yes. And I uh, love him. Uh, do I support everything and how he goes about everything? Absolutely not. But I do support hotness above all. You know what? And because and you stick in a big honker. Oh my God. That is a honker. <laughs> oh my God. And it's yeah. almost every. Fu- if you guys, you don't have to follow him on Instagram, but if you go onto his Instagram, this man, that is pornography. That he is posting for on some his people it definitely because is because he is he's like it's almost like he's trying and maybe it's just that fucking massive that it well just, it's probably the cup no this isn't his pictures of just him sitting hmm. out and there are hmm. some outlines oh, okay okay yeah okay because I'm gonna I'll, God damn it I'm gonna have to go look you're gonna have to zoom in that's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on from my apologies, it's now time for Andrew's anecdotes. Perfect. I had a death in the family this week. Oh. And I'm very sad about it. Okay. My grill brush broke in half. Jesus fucking Christ. Are you kidding? Uh, this grill I br- thought someone died. <laughs> Jesus. I, uh, I was like, all right, you have to be empathetic. You have to be vulnerable. Your, Jesus Christ. Face. It went through my fucking head. I was like, all right, this is a moment for you to be a good person oh who's empathetic God. and has compassion. Um, this grill brush gave me seven years of great service, and I am i don't think I can replace it. It broke in half as I was cleaning my grill last week, and I'm very sad about it. Oh, my God. It was well, like- I'm sorry that your fucking grill brush broke. <laughs> good God. I can't find one to replace it. Well, when you do, and if it's good, buy two. Okay, well, thank you for your condolences. <laughs> um, and Andrew got stoned and listened to music on a Friday night. Um, yes, I listened. That to, is not alliteration. It, I'll have to. I'll figure. I'll figure one out. Okay. I listened to Lord's uh, Stoned at the Nail Salon. Did you listen to this track this week? No, I tried. Oh, did you not like it? No. Oh, see, I fell in love with it. Really? Yeah, I really liked it. Okay. I really liked it. Uh, I, well, it because... Have you listened to it not stoned? Yes, and I still liked it. Okay. I had to go back and double check myself. Okay. Um, I really like the... like the um, I hate to say the message. Like The I, the lyrics spoke to me in a way because it's it's it, the song's about overthinking. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you're asking yourself all of these great esoteric and questions and shit. And it's like, oh, no, I'm just stoned at the nail salon. It's Everything's going to be fine. And that message to me, I resonated with i liked it okay not that i've ever been stoned See, in a nail salon. i do like once i know the message of things then being able to go and listen and be like oh okay okay i get it i understand where yeah, you're like coming she, from yeah she's like singing about the music industry and all of the pressure she has on her and like should she have done this in her past and that and then it just the music cuts and it's like or am i just stoned at the nail salon and it's like girl i feel you yeah Maybe sometimes you're just, you're just stoned. stoned at the nail salon sure i don't know if i've ever been stoned at my nail salons but i don't think i could because i a very low tolerance for marijuana, so it would be that would be terrifying. For you me. absolutely do. I've seen it. Yeah, it can get bad. So I just that's why I'd, a little Friday night treat for myself. Mm-hmm. A, l- a hit of the relaxation pen. The relaxation pen, and then I throw on my headphones, and I'm I'm in a Spotify. Uh, I don't have alliteration for it. Fuck. 
a Spotify uh, stupor. A stupendous Spotify stupor. Okay, perfect. Um, in other anecdotes, Josh texted me this week and said uh, that the gun that I have next to me would do no good if you were to attack me. He thinks that you could take like seven or eight shots and still beat the shit out of me. That's <gasps> what he told me. Josh. He literally said. Thank you so much. He said Migs could take three nine millimeter slugs to the chest and still crush you like a bug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That sounds horrible. Um, and uh, Josh, well, I thank you so much for your uh, kind words. I will reveal this to everyone, the millions of listeners we have. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am such a baby. Holy shit. You've never seen me stub my toe. I'm out for the day. Yeah, it's true. It's, it is. I'm, I am not a person who likes pain. I, I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of a painful death. For sure, bro. I if it's death, I want it to be her I told you this. Hereditary. Yes. I want I want a fucking I want to be I want my head outside of the car window and I want to be fucking taken out by a light post. <laughs> Boom. You're gone. You're dead. See ya. That's all I have for anecdotes. Do you have anything else before we get into the meat and potatoes? I do. Okay, go ahead. It's a little bit of Miguel's media moments. Oh shit, we forgot this last week. Mm-hmm. No, uh, that was Miguel's movie magic. Oh, my apologies. Yes. Two different segments. It's hard when all of them start with the letter M. You right, know what I mean? because Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except for homo hiccups. Yeah, that's because so we funny couldn't to me. find anything with M to 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 deal with my apologies. Um. So. And because they're not mistakes. Miguel doesn't make mistakes. We talked about I have this. little hiccups. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Little yeah. hiccups. <laughs> um, so uh, I found out, and I'm very, very excited about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else will care. The Met Gala is still happening this year, folks. Okay. I if it, Do you know about the Met Gala? Yes. Okay. It's my favorite, favorite runway uh not runway um uh red carpet of all time i mean it's always pretty the way these motherfuckers turn it the fuck out they work my pussy out (laughs) holy shit it's so good and i you have to know that i love i'm the person who while that month because it always happens the first monday of every may yeah i am on there scrolling through the moment that it turns, I don't know what time, I think it's like 6 p.m. that it starts mm-hmm. in, in uh, New York. So it's like uh, 4 p.m. our time. Right. At 4 p.m., I have my phone open doing lashes on a client and I'm 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 waiting for every outfit to come in because I fucking live. It gives me a life that I, I didn't know that I was this obsessed with things until I became that obsessed with it. Right. Obviously, we didn't get one in 2020. I thought we weren't going to get one in 2021 because New York wasn't like fully open yet. And I believe that this one is still going to be a lot more intimate, but very big. I think that they're just kicking out like the lower level, like celebrity people. They're only bringing in like the big stars. So I have some exciting expectations for who will be walking that red carpet. I have a feeling that Dua Lipa is going to be one of them because she obviously has had very, very great years. And I'm excited because she's working with Versace right now. Yes, she is. Yes. So I'm excited to see what Dua Lipa does on that red carpet. I mean, I'm sure I'll be looking at it. And it, because, uh, and it's 
American. Th- oh wow, I had I had it pulled up with what the actual thing was going like the to theme. Be. Yeah, it has to do. It's all having to do with American culture. Is it like Americana something? Um, not necessarily. Um, oh, thanks for that. I'm so sorry. Thank you for that. I know. Intentional, I know. terrible vocal fry. Oh my god. the formal dress code is American independence. American for this independence. One. Yes. Okay. So they're highlighting American fashions. Um, and they're doing two. So we're getting two very close to each other Met Galas. When do these happen? Uh it happens the first the first uh Monday of May, of every May because it didn't happen this year that time. It's going to happen in September. So okay. uh we're just a little Well, wow, September's going to be a big month for you, buddy. It absolutely is going to be a big big month. Um but then we're going to be moving on to next May and so there is a two-part uh uh duology. No. Well, I just cut you off. No. <laughs> um, uh, a two-part exhibit. That's what they're called. Okay. Um, because if if you don't know what the Met is, the Met is actually like a, a museum. Correct. And, and this is the gala that happens to, um, to fund the museum and what they're doing. But there's going to be one exhibit having to do with um, essentially, yeah, kind of like Americana culture. And then there's going to be a second exhibit uh, next May, the part two of this mm-hmm. exhibit will happen next May. Interesting. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, the these European designers take on Americana is. That's an interesting concept to me. I'm very very excited, and because obviously all the big people, Tom Ford is a part of the co-chairs. Okay. Um, uh, and I'm very very excited I'm, because yeah, Tom Ford have, designs. I'm gonna have to watch this. The he's he's an American designer. Yeah. Um, I believe he's from Texas. I think. I don't know. Um, I know who Rob. Not Rob. Who Rob Ford is? Yeah, Rob Ford. Um, uh, Tom Ford just. Rob has... Ford, sorry, Rob Ford was the Toronto mayor who smoked crack. That's why. What? That's why. Yeah. That's, rest well, in peace, Toronto. Rest in peace, Rob Ford. Oh no, shade to Toronto though. No, no shade to Toronto oh, about this, that. I just this know that six there's... is coming for you, bro. Yeah, I. Sorry, Drake. Um, uh, no, Rob Ford was the uh, legendary, one of my favorite politicians of all time because he was so fucking insane. And there's a, there was a video of him smoking crack. but uh, He was probably insane because he was smoking crack. Um, stomach cancer died. Very sad. I thought he, I mean, he was a terrible man, but I, you know me, I have a thing for liking terrible men. Um, and whenever if I, you were... when I think of the Jay-Z and Kanye song, I don't pop Molly, I rep Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. I always replace the lyrics with, I don't pop Molly, I rep Rob Ford. Because Rob Ford is one of my favorite politicians of all time. Awesome. Sorry, that was a if you that were was an uh, if you were one a gay man or two a woman, you would be in a terrible relationship with a man. Very much so. Yeah. Awesome. Very much so. Um. Okay. And then the oh my god, what was the second part of my media thing? I had a second part. Oh fuck! I got derailed. Sorry, this bro. This is my fault. To me. Oh, um, this will lead us right into the next and uh, the next segment. Okay. I decided to start watching RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two. Interesting. Is it good? When I tell you that there has never been a better season than this season, I'm two episodes in. It is magnificent. Wow, really? Holy cow. And here's the thing. I love British humor. I think it's so good because it almost cuts more. 
But it's so de- like uh, deadpan. Yeah, yeah, is I agree. deadpan the correct yeah, word it's very, for that? Um, what's the dry? Dry is the word. Yeah. yeah. It's so dry and it's so, but they're so funny and these people don't know that they're so funny. I love it. They don't know how funny they are. And it is so entertaining and you can tell how much RuPaul liked filming this season because he's constantly laughing and he doesn't laugh this much when he's around the girls in the American uh, drag race, Yes, which is crazy. I might have to throw it on while I'm meal prepping them. Um, I don't want, I don't want to take us too far off, but are you still watching the ultimate fighter by chance? I didn't start it yet. Oh, okay. I, cause it got spoiled for me, but, uh, I was just wondering if what, where you were, you at. know, who wins, uh, I have news that you would be, that you in particularly would want, be interested in, but I don't want to spoil <gasps> it for you. Is it about miles? It is. So, so those who don't know, we have a local boy who made, he's from Nampa who got on the ultimate fighter. Yes. And that's all I'll Miles say. Miles Hunzinger. That's all I will say. I think that's how you say his last name. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. That's all I'll say. Okay. I'll let you watch it. You can. Me okay. and Brian talked about it yesterday. That's why. Okay. Does he know Miles? Yes. Okay. I do want to, because uh, I imagine that they filmed this a while ago. They did, yes. Yeah. So he's he's probably, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Apparently he was at the, uh, Connor, the Connor fight. Miles like, was? The, yeah. There was a picture. Like there was. Brian was telling me you could see him in like the front row of the at the Connor fight. <gasps> oh, well, I'm sure they get that kind of access after they've been. I would assume a so. part of the not network, uh, UFC, whatever you would call the UFC. What what would you call the UFC? The UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fuck! I I fucking I walk right into it. You know what I mean? I see the fucking fire. And I decide, you know what? Why not keep walking into it? Why not walk right oh, into man, this goddamn you. fucking fire and catch on fire? This is and why burn. this is the best sports show on the planet. Oh my god! But it, like, it wouldn't be like a network, you know what I mean? Because like, if something happens on NBC and then someone from NBC is like front row, it's like, well, they're a part of the network. Yeah, like they're they're affiliated, I guess you could say. Okay. All right. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, Migs. I'm very excited to talk this week about the Drag Race Roundup. You have to know one thing about this week. RuPaul went into my brain and into this podcast brain, and he said, I'm going to give you guys exactly what the fuck you're looking for. He said, oh, uh, you hated the last episode? Well, get ready, bitch, because we manifested, Migs manifested another episode. It literally was made, and you and I share the same love, especially for the the season of coven that was i was gonna show you this really quick i'm sorry i'm gonna derail oh my god i was so fucking i just pretend i know that we're not filming this i just pretended to faint because i fucking while you look for that i got an amazon return this week go ahead and take a look at that label so that's the it's from fox media company do you see the department that it is it's in the top left shut shut the fuck up so if you see sushi coats in the uh, new season of American Horror Story, they are mine. They're our companies. What? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That is so cool. Yeah, I was going to text you. I was like, I got to save it for the podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Super dope. Okay. So I yeah, look for some black and white sushi coats. I'm going to say this. I've already told you and Jess. Uh, but one, I fucking love Ryan Murphy because Ryan Murphy creates fucking great tv and he's obviously a gay man but he doesn't bash you over the head with like 
homosexuality. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what everybody not... in the nineties wanted essentially. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, it's fine if it's in their bedroom, but don't put it in my face. Yeah. Yeah. And I am just like, Oh my God, you're so fucking good at like creating things. And I know he's not like the only writer or anything like that, but what he brings to the table and what he helps create is so fucking good. It's so good. And none of it, for the most part, during some of the seasons where, like, I, the whole Trump situation happened. Oh, uh, I don't know. I fell out of... I stopped watching at Carnival. Uh, it was Freak Show. Freak Show, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that one lost me, and then I just never picked it back up. I'll tell you this. Freak Show's one of people's fucking favorite seasons of really? that show. And I'm like, why? Did you guys watch it? I found Andy Andy to be a boring was, villain. Was like, I the only one watching this fucking show? It was so... We were we tried so hard to like just finish it and we couldn't as a household. We Other just couldn't. than Dandy, who's the character that you guys hated, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, of course, I liked him. He was a buff fucking dude who was like walking around being like a douchey jock in this fucking show. Yeah, but and God does that, but speak like to- kind of preppy. Yes. Oh my! Of course, it's gonna yeah. speak to me. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I was through the fucking roof. Half the reason the rocket I, shipped out of here. Half the reason I watch American Horror Stories because of this week's guest judge, which is Emma Roberts. I, I think that I've made this very clear about how much I'm in love with Emma Roberts. Jen and I have a, a little uh, whatnot about it. She's not a fan of Emma. Oh really? I, she's a little one note. I oh. can agree, but she does. I want her to be mean to me. Does does that make sense? I want her. To call me worthless. Like, she just seems so mean, and I'm so into it. And can I tell you that I actually think... I I think that she's just a person who, like, is... What what it seems like to me, and when I watch her, like, in interviews and things like that, mm-hmm. which I know they're rehearsed and whatnot, so it's like you're only getting half the story. But she just, to me, seems like a very, like, calm, level-headed person. Well, who, have you ever read the blind items about her? Because it does that seems to not be the case of her actual personality. Well, I do know that at one point she beat up uh, uh, Evan Peters. Yes, that's true. Yes. She also, according to the blind items, so this is allegedly, allegedly. really enjoys cocaine. To Listen. A, to a fault, though. We were, we were, we were talking. Which is with, when she got pregnant. I was like, oh, I wonder how she's going to do not, not coking. Not doing the coke? Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Jen and I were talking about it this week. Uh, for a different situation, I won't bring the situation up. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. But um, uh, we were just talking about it because there's a lot of people that are like, <clears throat> we're getting to an age. Uh, you're in your 30s. I'm in, in my very late 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're getting to an age where I think that there's people that are still doing drugs for like. It's Here's like the, thing. No, the, no, the cool. The the rule is always no new drugs after thirty. Like that's the rule. Yeah, that's the way unless it's you're to going be. and doing. Which this is why I want to do therapy, and I actually wanted to talk to you about this as well. Is I would like to get to a place where I can go and do ayahuasca. Are you going to be an ayahuasca boy? Because I watched all. I watched all of the. Uh, I watched all of the. What is that called? Uh, interviews that Megan Fox was doing mm-hmm. for her new movie. You should, which you should watch. Got, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did, did you see that she got in a little hot water? I did. I, I saw her name was trending and I didn't look she, at why because I just assumed that it's because she's hot. I'll tell you really quick because I think we'll both have hot takes on this. Okay. And I think we'll be probably on the same level. But she talked about how Trump was next to her in the UFC arena. And okay. she talked about how he was a legend in the arena. And those people really responded to him. And I don't, then I don't she understand went, what that means. 
like he was a legend in, to the arena. Like the arena like really responded to him. I think that they okay. probably cheered for him and whatnot. Um, and then she then went on to be like, which is kind of like, you know, whatever, uh, like uh, troublesome to her, I believe is some something along those lines okay. of what she said because she was next to him so she's like when someone's that big of a target like it's like oh that that's like a little frightening for you which a lot of people when she said those words took it to be like she is a trump supporter oh i would never which is not you. what she said no she just said that this audience the crowd responded to him in and, a positive fashion and the general uh aura. world and yeah. aura around him in this stadium yeah okay. which looking at the sport and looking at the people that might watch some of the people that might watch the sport that is very true yeah that is just the, the trueness of it but it's also I'm such like, a what it's such a non-story that's so whatever stop fucking trying to can't if if she was a trump supporter she's she's not actively out there being like all this ins- she's not doing all this insane shit also as much as i hate donald fucking trump with a fucking fiery passion being mm-hmm. a donald trump supporter does isn't in and of itself a cancelable offense right you're allowed to have a different political opinion than you other people are you're you're allowed you're allowed to have the opinion that you want to have and that should you should have the respect for having it um, but then also you, uh, if someone else doesn't have that same view of yours, then you also have to respect that view. You know, yeah. it's, it's a give and take situation. Yeah, it's called Again, compromise. Right. It's called, we live in a fucking society. It's your politics are not your fucking identity. Be yeah. nice to people. Stop making politics your identity. If me, and this you dis- is- me and you disagree a lot about politics. You we know, absolutely you do. know what we do? We don't talk about it. We have fun because yeah. that's, I hate a lot of people just want to talk politics like I'm not interested because it's not fun. You know, no. I'd rather talk about Emma Roberts doing cocaine because that's right. fun to me. I'd rather talk about the the most interesting part about all of these fucking interviews is that she kept talking about going and doing ayahuasca and no one dove oh. fucking deeper into what like her and Machine Gun Kelly went and did ayahuasca what? at a retreat, which everyone was like because she talked about it essentially like she went into hell during the ayahuasca trip. That sounds t- miserable. You should you should watch the interview because I actually really liked it, okay. and I'm like that does sound horrible. You should watch um, Hamilton's Pharmacopia uh, on ayahuasca. He is a uh, what's what's the word? He's a chemist of some sort, a natural chemist. I don't know. He's got a degree in chemistry, and he's organic chemistry, and he studies like the structure and uh, the effects of uh, narcotics on the human body. Okay. And he had a show on Viceland, which was a terrible network, but a great show called Pharmacopia, where he would um, explain how certain drugs work and chemically and like how they affect your body. And then he would go do them. Mm-hmm. So there's one where he straight up goes to somewhere in South America and does a, does an actual ayahuasca trip and it's all filmed and you should watch it. Can I tell you? So I've watched Chelsea Handler has one as well called Chelsea does drugs on Netflix. She, Jesus she, Christ. Of course she does. Okay. She has a, she, she does a couple different things. This guy's, a, this guy's a scientist though. It's a very good show. I think you would find it informative. Listen, I understand people don't like Chelsea Handler. Uh, you being one of them, but I used to be a big fan, but I still enjoy her and I loved that, that situation. Jen, uh, Jenneth Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow also <laughs> has real uh, goop mouth going on. Yes. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, it's a fucking dro- uh, droop mouth is what the fuck <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> um, I'll spit my fucking coffee out. God damn it. Gwyneth Paltrow, um, she has one, she has an episode on her like goop, uh, 
series that she did with Netflix. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. the very first one where she also goes. and But not only that, she talks about how uh, you can treat traumas through psychedelics, which is, that's what I wanted to tell you, is I would be interested in doing that. And I know that you might be interested in doing that. Yeah, I would be 100%. But I would... I don't know if I want to travel outside of the U.S. Uh, we could f- we could figure it out, I'm sure. Because I and I want it to be guided, and I want to do the whole thing because. Yeah. Well, you uh, can like, we could synthesize the DMT ourselves. Uh, this is this is oh this is the drug talk, but no, we no, could no, do no, it no, ourselves no, here no, with no, the no, with the reed grass that no, grows no, in the no, canal no, bank no, next to us. It's not like I haven't looked into this a million times. I'm. I'm not. I'm not taking. It's basic A and B synthesis. I'm not taking. It's very basic chemistry. I'm not taking your crack house ayahuasca. <laughs> you better get the hell out of here if you think. I just say we could make it and then hire a shaman. That's okay. What I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying oh, is so that that's that's a joke. That's parody. I would never manufacture okay. drugs. I know. I no. We we are we don't do that kind of stuff. Um, because we're we're of we're men of a particular age now, where we've yeah, moved. I'm too on. old to run a trap house. That's yes. for sure. Which is what Jen and I were saying. It's like it's not. Um, it's it just is kind of like. Well, I understand why you think like why a lot of people think that it's very cool to be like, yeah, I'm like doing drugs or whatever. It's so fucking great. But it's like, is it that great? Like, like we're. I mean, when you're in your early 20s and you just when you want to throw anything at a wall to see what sticks i'm sure it's great i mean but are you like, fucking kidding me i was taking i was having people hand me things and i was just like sure let's this was in high school i was having people fucking hand me things and i was yeah, yeah. taking them which is insane yes, don't is. fucking do that yeah. if you are a child that listens to this well like if you're a teenager that listens to this don't fucking take shit that people are giving you that is so dangerous also if you're a fucking self-proclaimed left i'm just gonna get a rant out of the way if you're a self-proclaimed leftist uh, and you're doing cocaine and you think that it's okay, there's no ethical consumption of cocaine and you should stop doing cocaine because it's it's made from slavery. So you should stop doing that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry. Hot take. That's not a hot take. You're not fucking cool. And, oh, uh, and it, you're not a leftist. I mean, the, those people will, will absolutely see it as a hot take, and it, but it is, you're 100% then right. Then you need to look inwards. If you think that's a hot take, then uh, take a look inside. Right. Uh, it's 100% true. If you First of all, drugs in general, uh, illegal drugs in that way, you know what I mean? Not us driving to Oregon and getting fucking weed. Uh, illegal drugs in that way, it's like they, you you have to know what the, the side effects, not of the drug, but of your consumption of it For and sure. what is happening to other people because of that. And then maybe analyze and think a little differently. Now, listen. Addiction is addiction. I'm I'm not gonna like fault anyone for that. I, I wish you the best in your journey with with uh, healing from this, but it just isn't a thing to do at a certain point. I agree. Yes, it's just like it isn't cool. The only except exception that me and Jen had was when you're that fucking rich. And you are just, the world is your fucking oyster. And someone is pulling up in a fucking Escalade, delivering it to you on a fucking, I'm sure, like yeah, some. Like, John McAfee, that's what I'm saying. Some fucking beautifully, like, a, a geode. You're literally, you're literally describing John McAfee's later life. Right. After he killed the guy. So it's like, when, when you're doing that, that's a little different. So Emma Roberts... Fuck it. If that's what you want to do with your life, you know what? You fucking work hard for your money. You're a great fucking actress, in my opinion. Um, I agree. I think she's... I don't think... I called her one note, but I think she's typecast more than one note. I think that 
that central casting is like we need someone who's bitchy. So get Emma she's, Roberts. She Emma is around my age. So or I think she's around your age. I think she's in her early thirties. I'm pretty is sure. She? I think we're pretty close in age. So yeah. it's like this. This she she looks like a ch- a child kind of. You know, she looks like a very young 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 adult. Like I I mean she looks she looks she just looks like she's in her early twenties. Like she looks like she's about to go and be a fucking uh, fraternity girl. Okay, yeah, I see. What and you're so what I'm saying by that is like, of course you're gonna cast her in those roles. You're not gonna cast her as the mother, right? Yeah, because yeah. she's only 33, and it's like no one really would believe it. Obviously, she's a mother now. Yeah. Congratulations, but it's like you know that's not what you're gonna cast her in. You're gonna cast her in this. Uh, and so I I agree with you, and I think that she's been playing this character for so long since. Um, well, she played she played that character in every movie except for one that doesn't really get talked about, and it's a James Franco film called Palo Alto. I love Palo Alto. That movie was an excuse for him to make out with Emma Roberts. One hundred percent. You know he wrote the book, right? I did not know he wrote the book. So that the Palo Alto is based off of a book that he wrote, uh, and this is about his. Chi- this is his childhood. Um, he was a groom. He was a soccer coach who groomed people. Because uh, no. that's what that movie's about. No, I think that there was that happened in his school. Okay, so well, he uh, given some allegations that came out against him. It's uh, listen, I'm not going to be someone to stick up for James Franco. Okay. I've, I'm just. Checking. I I have also. I now- thought I, I I was very interested in the movie, and then I watched it, and I was like, this I don't like this. This I don't like. I don't like this a lot. I've I've also. This known- gives me bad. It, was, it didn't pass my vibe check. It didn't pass a vibe check. Is what no. I'm saying. It also was not a great movie. It was one of those movies where it's like we're just going to be artsy for the sake of being artsy, and yeah. it's like, oh, you don't have a real message, and I don't fucking care about your life. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, James. Sorry. Uh, now, Dave Franco, his brother, hot, and I would like to know more about you. Oh yeah. But he seems a lot more grounded yes less like less like i'm gonna i'm gonna like be like really like artsy just to be artsy okay i've i've jumped off the james franco bandwagon i was on it for a very very long time i don't know how we got here but we should probably talk about drag race yes drag race this week was uh, once again it was made for us it was literally american horror story coven themed my favorite season i don't know about you which rupaul RuPaul kept saying Covent. Yes, he did. Which is so funny to me because it was, <laughs> that wasn't what it was called. Um, I do think that it would have been funnier if he had called it Cover Girls. Oh, like Coven Girls? Instead of Cover Girls, Coven Girls? Well, it's it was called Coven Girls. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yes, it was. I'm done. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. So I was like, I oh, think Coven... So I, <laughs> I felt like I was so creative just now. It's like... You're oh, like, oh, girl. yeah, instead of... Co- <laughs> No, he called it God, Coven Girls it. rather than Cover Girls, which I also understand. I understand the reference, so I, 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 I support him. Cover Girl, put that face in your... Yeah. Uh, my first note this week, Raja has a big, giant, dumb fan, just like you do. She pulled it out on the episode, and I got mad at her. She absolutely does, and that fan... Is the bane of your existence yes. after last weekend? Yeah. yeah. Um, I kept pulling it out and snapping it, and you <laughs> hated it. Well, the problem was uh, you were doing it while I was chopping an onion, and mm. I almost cut my goddamn hand off. I think it's the only time I've ever snapped at you, and like I felt bad about it, but I was like, Miguel, almost cut my goddamn. And then everyone laughed. It was like, yeah, that's stupid. I'm, yeah, I thought I'm it was funny. It was fine. <laughs> I did almost cut my goddamn hand off. I have a very sharp knife. Um, a chef's knife. Your chef. Yes, it's a Vitrionics. It's on the cheaper side, but it works very well. Holds an edge very well. Okay. Sponsor me Vitrionics, please. 
or Wustoff, if you want to give me some knives, I'll take them off your hands for sure. Wustoff. Yeah, Wustoff. Very, Wustoff. very nice, expensive German knives. W Worcestershire. How, is that how you say it? Worcestershire. Is that how you say it specifically? That's I. I say Worcestershire sauce. Uh, so do I. That's how I Worcestershire. I, I. I say it like Worcestershire. Yeah. But uh, no one says it right anyway. What is there's a place in um, in where my future husband is from. Uh, in oh no. Oh, did we just have a homo hiccup there? Am I, I allowed to say homo hiccup? You're absolutely okay. uh, allowed to say homo hiccup. It's not a derogatory. It's not a derogatory you're, term. You're speaking it to me, um, and we have a relationship in which that is okay. Okay. So I think yes. I never. For, I just. I. You know me. I never want to overstep bounds with people. No. And I appreciate that. And I'm sure so do the listeners. Uh, we like, have gay listeners. Speaking of you coming out to your mom. Yes. Uh, we're, we're getting on a lot of. This is going to be a long episode. If you don't like it, turn it off. I don't give a shit. Um, you made it this far. Just deal yes. with it. Um, on episode zero of this podcast, which I might release as a bonus once we hit like 10 episodes. Yeah. I think that would be fun. That would be fun. Um, or if we need to take a week off for something, like I thought yes. might, might have to happen, maybe I'll release it as a, as a yep. bonus. But um, in episode zero, I, I was editing it and then I, I texted you. I was like, it, Am I outing you on this podcast? Is this okay? <laughs> Because I was like, what if his mom hears this? I know he's not, he's not out to his mom. What do I? And I remember I had to clear it with you because I felt suspect about it. I don't think my mom is listening to the podcast. She should be. America, um, get, on the, get on the train. Mom, I'm on. sure you have two spare hours of your life that you could spend with your son and his best friend. I, I, you're, I, you're definitely she, not a busy woman. I know this for a fact. She has three younger children. <laughs> mm. And a full-time job. A full-time job, a husband, and a home. Um. So, like... Uh, do we want to set up like, oh, unless you have a, a unique thought? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I do not. So, like, the competition this week was essentially to create a, um, a short that was a parody of American Horror Story Coven. Yes. Um, I've got some notes. Okay. I thought that... Trinity and Raja kind of got screwed by their role. I felt like that was the most diff besides the Jessica Lang, which is obviously the centerpiece of this. That was going to be the toughest role to execute because it's, they have to, they're, they have to rely on each other as one. The two of them have to become one character. I thought they were at a disadvantage there. I agree with you. Um, if we go back to this, also the characters in this, in, in the, uh, for those of you that watch, uh, American Horror Story, which I have. I've watched all of them. Uh, I'm And I'm currently watching American Horror Stories, which is yes. a new anthology show. I believe it's going to be all centered around Murder House. So if you particularly oh, cool. loved the I, first I, season. I, I loved Murder House. I thought it was great. The way that this new show is going, Jen and I and Juan watched it together. We had a little uh, like family night where mm -hmm. we watched it together because um, we like we like watching American Horror uh, yeah, Story. Sorry, uh, sorry for interrupting you with podcast business while you were doing that. I apologize. Did you? Yeah, I felt bad when you're like, "Oh, I'm watching American Horror Story with Jen and Juan," and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Having fun with your friends." Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember, but okay. Well, that means I did. You're totally I didn't make yeah, a difference. I was like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I'm able to. You know what? I was going to say I'm able to multitask. I'm absolutely not. This ADHD brain, <laughs> it's not happening. No, sir. One thing at a time. Um, so uh, we watched it, and it's very, very good. Okay. I haven't watched the episode from Thursday because I had so many other things to catch up on. Obviously, Drag Race was, yes. is more is more important for the for the, me to get it done for the podcast. <clears throat> 
And maybe I should have watched that episode before starting the Drag Race UK. But oh my god, it's so fucking good that I just it's all good. couldn't. So it runs better than the original seasons because each little section, each little episode is its own thing. Oh, that's cool. So it's what? it's running more like a horror movie where you're you're getting less background info, but you're going through things a lot faster. Gotcha. So it, it almost doesn't have that lag that in these later seasons yeah. of AHS has happened. Okay. Well, if, you're, you, if, if you are watching and you notice some white and black sushi coats, hit me up because I'd like to watch that. I'll absolutely Thank you. let you know. Um, but the characters that were in this specifically the characters that you're talking about with Trinity and yes. Raja, that is from Freak Show. And yes. so is Eureka's character. Both yes, of the those... bearded lady, who, which I thought Eureka pulled off very well. That beard was awesome. A hundred percent she pulled it off really well. If I'm honest with you, I didn't like Eureka's performance. I didn't care. I didn't think it was the best. And I didn't like the way that the that Trinity or Raja played it together. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, what other role could either of them have played? Good point, yeah. Because I think the rest of the roles went pretty well. Um, Ginger as Emma Roberts. I thought it was very good. I it thought was, it was campy. I thought it was super campy. And just the the mean demeanor was, I thought, perfect for Madison is her name in the show, right? Yes. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was very good. And I'm a Ginger hater now. Because she sent my favorite queen home. Which she called, the name of the character was Emma because they were named after the... Uh, the actual uh, actresses Actress, that yeah. have played them rather than uh, the characters. Um, Ginger did a very good job. And I hate to say it because I'm Ginger. I'm not a, I'm not a Ginger hater, but I'm not necessarily a Ginger stand stand okay. either. I, I'm not rooting for her to win just because she's been on so many times. That isn't how I work. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a great drag queen and she did good in this, in this. Episode. I thought she did great. You know who did really great. I thought, was my girl. Well, two of my girls. I thought Jan was I thought Jan was great as the schoolgirl. It's a perfect role it was made for her. Leah Michelle yes, from Glee. Leah Michelle. Uh noted uh terrible person, Leah Michelle. Uh, uh some of the blind well, items o- online bully. Some of the blind items I uh, not online bully, on set bully. On set bully. Yeah. Uh some of the blind items I've read about her just make me go, What the fuck, dude? And apparently there was a blind item this week that came out that Leah Michelle had tried to pitch a show about the dead actors from the show Glee was a pitch she made. What? Yeah. It's a blind item, so this is all alleged, but I fucking believe it. Let Corey and let... And the the lady who passed away. I know. She passed away on the lake, which Jen and I were like, this is fishy. It did seem suspect. Because she was on the boat with her daughter? Yes. I believe. Uh, maybe Leah Michelle killed her. And then I wouldn't fucking put a pastor to get a show on the air. Um, she I I've always seen Leah Michelle and I've always had never had I I'm well, a person who has feelings about people and you usually, definitely have a good vibe check system built yes. into you. It's inherent. I, I would say so. And like when, I trust your opinions about people. And when I meet a person if the vibe is not right to mm-hmm. begin with, without me even really talking to you, mm-hmm. I already know. Yeah, gotta pass that. Gotta pass the vibe check. It isn't gonna work out. 
and I'm I'm pretty good for the most part. When did Glee first air? I'm trying to think back because I remember having a crush on Leah Michelle, and I'm ashamed of my younger self for having that. We were in high school. Okay, I was in high school. I don't know about you. I mean, we're not. I'm not that much older than you, right? You're like six years older than me. Oh. <laughs> <I'm> just, <kidding. laughs> um, just an old man doing a podcast like, what, with a young four man? years older than me, three years older, three I think. Okay, um, uh, it was. It was during that time. It came out during high school for sure. I was never a okay. fan of Glee. Uh, I enjoyed watching it with my little sister. I thought it was fun. And I don't like musicals. Th- that's the thing is I don't like musicals either. There's a couple episodes that I've watched because I really like the Rocky Horror Picture Show of episode. Course. I mean, are you fucking kidding? I fucking love Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's so fucking good. And I know that it's technically a musical, but it's not sold to you as a musical. It's, yeah, it's not Le Mis. No. You know? Oh, my God. You got a problem with Le Mis? You going to shit on Anne Hathaway? Are you kidding? I never watched it. I don't care about Le Miz. This <laughs> I'm, I'm exiting the room. Uh, I I had to fucking adjust myself. I'm gonna let that the silence sit too. I was dragged to that goddamn rotted fucking film. Who took you to see Le Miz? Megan. So it was Christmas. It came out during Christmas. We hung out and we always went and watched a movie, right? Mm -hmm. We went and watched this fucking movie. I did not know that Les Mis was a musical. Oh, God, dude. From start to motherfucking finish. There is no dialogue. That's not some. Holy shit. It is a long, miserable, quite literally, miserable show. I. Yeah, not for me, for sure. Hated that movie. Um, I understand that everyone like sing live and whatever the fuck. I am not an Anne Hathaway stan. I like two Anne Hathaway movies. Do I like a lot of Anne? See, I, I might like Anne Hathaway's worst movie the most. It's not Brokeback a back mountain. No, <clears throat> I, I do like that movie. It's a great movie. Um, uh, R.I.P. Heath Ledger. I love yes, Heath Ledger. Peace. That was a great movie. Um, no havoc. Did you ever watch havoc? Mm-mm. It's a terrible movie. But, uh, is that where they're like on an island with? Um... No, she is a rich, uh, rich suburbanite teenager who is oh. looking to get into trouble. So she ends up like going to East LA and trying to join a Latino gang. I'm done. It's I a, am walking out of here. What? It's a terrible movie, but I like it. That sounds like a good time. Uh, we could watch it. I would be down to watch it with you. Anne Hathaway trying to be a part of a Latino gang. Yeah, like white ass yeah, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, she's like tired of <sighs> like she like. They're like living this. It's like super rich kids almost where they're like they're bored and like they can do whatever they want. So she wants like the newest, most risque thing. She can nice. get. So she tries Shout out to Franco. So she meets this fucking hot ass uh, Latino mm. guy, with long hair, mm-hmm. muscular, kind of Paisano. No, Paisano is not the right word. Uh, it looks like a cholo. Yeah. But he's Cholo-wise. hot. Yeah. yeah. And um, hot. Oh, my God. Hot, 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 hot. I won't ruin it for you. There's a very uncomfortable uh, sex scene. between. Well, it's not even a sex scene. We can watch it. Perfect. Also, okay. she does get. I think part of the reason I liked it so much when I was younger was that she gets naked in it, which is great for me. And I ignored the story, but I'm going back and rewatching it. I was like, "This is so dumb. I love it." Yeah. So we'll have to watch that together. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm not an Anne Hathaway stan. So that's what's. Where... What are your two Anne Hathaway vehicles? You like? I'm guessing <clears throat> Devil Wears Prada. Yes. I couldn't think of the other one. I love Devil Wears Prada. Holy shit! It's so good. It's so good. It's uh my one of my, it's one of my top two favorite films and I I don't know if I could decide what one is is more my favorite. I know that I quote Mean Girls more, but 
the Devil Wars Prada, I quote it just as much. It's right up there. And no one ever gets my fucking No, I think I that. need to rewatch it. I think I watched it once and I liked it, but I'll have to rewatch it. It's truly a phenomenal film, but the people that really carry that film are absolutely Meryl Streep and Stanley Tucci. Yeah, but well, they're phenomenal actors. Uh, uh, Princess Diaries. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... God, we're we're all over the place this week, and you know what? I'm fucking here for it, bro. I'm absolutely. This is this is our podcast. That's right. And so we we're to podcasting do on our terms. Yeah. Damn it. This is this is for us. <laughs> so so shut so up, haters. Shut up, haters. There's zero haters. There's no haters. We've had no haters. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for our first one. I can't wait. I think that's going to be an exciting time. Yeah. Um. Kelly Sonique Love as Jessica Lang. How? How did she make herself look exactly like Jessica like Lange? Jessica Lange. Mm-hmm. It was impeccable. I don't know how she does it, dude. The acting started off. Her acting started off not not great, but she, I think by like through the rest of the set, I think she fell into fell in place when and Michelle think, Visage had to get up and tell her. Yes, after well, after like it, it, when they when they showed the whole thing, I was like, this is starting off a little rocky. Yeah, it's like you're not you're not taking the notes Michelle Visage gave you really, and you asked for this role because you wanted it to be a standout, and you need. I was like, girl, please have it be a standout. Give me a give me a fucking Jan episode. Like, give me your fucking standout, please. Right, and I think she nailed it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna do a hot take on this. That's fine. Um. I understand that Kylie did a beautiful job and that she like kind of pushed herself out of her comfort zone mm-hmm. and she uh, did really well. However, I think that Jan did better because she didn't require any actual coaching. So to me, yeah, because that was that character was just Jan. Which right. It's so funny to me. Lit- quite literally, that was Jan. Yeah. But it's like, OK. And she was able to play it completely perfect. I think she got one note about like being like, you just need to be a little bit louder. Took it, ran with it, did a fabulous job. You know who I thought was also very funny in this? Who may be underrated in this skit? Go ahead. Was Pandora Box. I thought Pandora Box was very funny. Mm-hmm. I know. It she was did, very endearing. She she flew under the under the coop for me. For real. A little. Under the coop. She flew under. How does one fly under the coop? You know, through, the, you, through the under coop. Do you, <laughs> do, uh, do, do you have a coop on stilts? How do you fly? Can did I you mean, mean flying under the radar? I probably didn't. <laughs> how fucking dare you do this to me? <laughs> you can't fly under a coop. A coop is on the ground. Like, is, also, chick, I... chickens don't fly. So I was like, <laughs> what is a coop? It's a. Fu- it's where you keep chickens. God damn it. I do this. Yeah, Pandora definitely flew under the coop, too. I agree. Perfect. It's new. This is a new thing. She flew under the coop. Uh, other than that, I don't have a whole lot to say about the skit. It was fine. Um, I, I thought that, I thought it was I thought it was funny. I I thought it was very very funny. I I really enjoyed it. I think that they did it really well. Um, and they elevated the little campiness mm-hmm. uh, that is required for you know drag race. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job. So I liked I, it. And you know what's weird is um because this is part of my life now and I have to ingrain myself with these things because of my broken brain. Um, I sure. I read the the AV Club has a write up about dr- drag race every week. Yeah. And this, whoever this writer is, man, is a fucking, I don't even know why they watch the show because they're a goddamn hater. Like I'm reading, I'm reading this article, like this write-up article. And I'm like, I disagree with everything being said here. Like they just straight up like this was uh, overproduced and, and like overproduced, but underthought through and like just was shitting all over it. And I'm like, bitch, calm down. It's drag queens. Yeah. They're also not real women. Who, yeah, whoever was who, I'll 
I'll read you some of the article after this, and you'll get just as pissed off as I was. Oh, my God. Okay. So, sorry, AV Club. Um, so moving on from there, I was more... Normally, I get excited for the competition portion, right? This runway was made for me. When RuPaul got up there, because they didn't, I, they didn't, I, or I don't remember hearing it if they did, that he didn't announce it. Cause usually he'll be no. like, and on the runway this week, you're going to be doing this. That is not RuPaul. So no. I don't know who the fuck I'm doing, but that is not <laughs> RuPaul. He does not talk like that. Um, but he uh, was saying when he's introducing everything, he, I don't remember him saying it. So when he got up there in his really cute outfit, also, I thought it was great. And he stood up there and he was like, and on the runway this week, category is, Oh my god. Goth. I lost my shit. I went fucking I insane. I was like, Kelly and Andrew, this is your episode. I literally wrote Because I don't know if you knew this, but Kelly was goth in high school. I couldn't have I would never would have guessed. And she's still <laughs> I never would have guessed. She has her goth moments. Bless her heart. <laughs> one of my own. Um I wrote I actually have fashion authority in this one. Like I I know what works and what doesn't. This is so great. You absolutely this do. This is so great. This which, is this is my Instagram explore page. Which is <laughs> what it is. Goth drag queens. Well, it, <laughs> it's mostly goth girl. Oh, there's a yes. lot of drag queens in there these days. It's almost like I, I have a show about RuPaul's drag race. Yes. Um, do we want to just get into the looks cuz I I I have look notes this week, babe. Let's fucking go. Uh, this is Andrews uh, what is the what would alliteration be here? Oh, for fuck's sake! The A is difficult. The A is the A is a tough one. You really lucked out with an M name. Andrews, I I keep thinking sartorial, but that is not that isn't an A. <laughs> <laughs> it's an S. It Jesus. is an S. Yes. Um, Andrews, or maybe tr- you could always try switch it over to Ender, and then you could use an E. It's, it's interchangeable. I no, I don't know. Okay. okay. Give us, give us your fucking take on this fashion. I'm going I'm fucking, fucking into I'm it. I'm going Let's fucking go. through it. I thought Ginger's uh, Victorian theme, good. What I didn't like, the voodoo doll. Really? Uh, it's not that I didn't like the voodoo doll. I don't understand the correlation between Victorian fashion and a voodoo doll. So, unless it's supposed to be a play like a placate on uh southern louisiana culture in like the mid to late 19th century and then there's some cultural appropriation in there not that i give a shit about cultural appropriation but that's the only way that those two worlds combine to me is like thinking of coven in, right. in that scenario like uh southern louisiana like new orleans in the late 19th century um and some plantation owner has uh, Haitian slaves or something is how those two worlds combined to me. So to me, it was a little bit of she's playing a kind of demented child. Okay. Because she looks like a fucking child. <laughs> Are you right? Um, and I think she's carrying this is it's instead of having um, a, a little toy doll. Oh, okay. She's a goth child okay that, okay so she's I get it. like she's a victorian goth child who's like i got into voodoo so i'm carrying my voodoo doll yeah i just i uh i've thrown myself into learning about the world of voodoo and the, when i'm like these two things just don't clash but i see it from your from that perspective it does make sense yeah. yes um i thought eureka's bride of frankenstein look was awesome i thought it was very good i 
It was fine. Maybe I was over. Maybe I got overexcited. No, 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 no. It's possibility. I, I think everyone so far has loved Eureka's look. I was underwhelmed. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Trinity worked it the fuck out with that long ass train. Good God. Let's fucking go. Her makeup I have trouble with. It's, but. Yes. That's really the only thing because she really does turn it on that runway every single fucking week. She fucking works it out. Her outfits are always so good. I just wish that she would work on the blending of her makeup. Yes, yes, I agree. And I understand. Listen, I understand that these are, um, uh, these are for the most part male identifying uh, people mm-hmm. uh, out of drag. And so skin is very different for men. Uh, and as you age, skin continues to go a different route if yes. you're not taking care of it the, 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 with the way that you should. Um, so I completely understand. But I'm like, you can still blend. Yeah, for sure. Blending is for necessary, sure. girl. I agree. Her outfit was impeccable. It was very, it was very good. Beautiful. Okay. I thought Raj's look was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it fit the theme. Just all black isn't enough to get mm-hmm. by, in my opinion. So, Trixie Mattel hosts a show called The Pit Stop. Yes, which yes. is where they recap RuPaul's Drag Race. They recapped this season or this season, this episode, and they they both of the queens loved this look. I, in my opinion, it wasn't a look that did fit the goth uh, situation. I think, I guess you could say goth, like, business appropriate. Like It was like goth, it was like goth adjacent, which what to me wasn't enough. No, it, it wasn't. I thought it was a great fit. I Listen, just don't think it, I don't fit the theme. It exactly. I think she looked beautiful. I think it was great. Was it overly impressive? Absolutely not. Um, it, it was just fine for me. I'm going to start with a joke, and then I'm going to go into two very important things. Let's do it. Pandora's Victorian look was amazing because they also use pure white foundation in the in the 1800s. You are going... The Pandorinos are going to come for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I don't want to be uh, a hater. No, listen, um, I agree. But she does look like a Victorian doll, no matter what fit she's using so this victorian look was perfect for because that's that's that was the makeup style they went crazy like uh trixie and uh peppermint who was the person that was the like co-host co-host for this Mm -hmm. episode of the pit stop um they both loved pandora's look i'll be honest with you i didn't like it i thought it was it was whatever i understand like you're a grieving widow and like i thought i thought it was the cheeky little cry thing i thought was funny uh yeah Sure, but it wasn't impressive to me in any okay. way. I here's here's my thought process on this. She's skating by, and when you have someone like who goes home, yeah, instead of Pandora, I'm like, but this person, the person who went home, arguably just has a better track record in yes. my book mm-hmm. because at least she's not skating by. Yeah, she seems like. She seems like she's doing what everyone accused Jan of doing, which is just being safe and like not doing anything. Yes. Just not going home every week. Now, two very, very, very important things. Go ahead. Jan. Jan, Jan, Jan. This might be my favorite fit that I've ever seen. I, 
I literally wrote down Jane looks like half of my Instagram explore page. The white pupils, everything about this fit was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So good. Jan, uh, this would be a moment where you would you could say that Jan absolutely worked my pussy all the motherfucking way out. Yes. This bitch understood the assignment that was given to On her. God. And she did it fucking perfectly. And she walked out there and I said, you have to be the winner of this episode. You have to. I would have agreed until, I mean, <sighs> that Kylie Sonic Love look was fucking insane, bro. Kylie Sonic Love walked out and I will be posting, uh, well, in a little bit, we'll pick the the three that we like loved the most, the outfits that we love the most, and then we can okay. post them on there. Um. You could not tell me that Kylie Sonique Love, and obviously she's a trans woman, I understand, but you could not tell me that she is not a woman. That was a motherfucking bro woman. Go, you know what Dolls Kill is, right? It's like a, uh, it's a like a, a gothish uh, fashion brand. Go to the Dolls Kill page on Instagram and tell me that this is this Kylie Sonique Love look isn't just a Dolls Kill model, right? Like straight the fuck up. Which some people said it wasn't goth. And I will say this. I think that it is very new goth. Yeah, I, I, it, feel, it felt to me like the early 90s goth rave scene is what it felt like to me. Right. Um, and I, I loved it. Don't, do not get me wrong. I loved every moment, every single fucking moment of this uh, outfit. It was stunning. Yes. She turned it out oh my god i do think jans was better but jans was on assignment yes i thought kylie's was out of this fucking was a club a goth club look essentially in my opinion um and it was great yes yeah Uh, i forgot to mention one joke that i really liked is that um, somebody called eureka grizzly madams when she was the bearded lady and i thought that was the funniest fucking thing i've ever heard yes fucking grizzly madams is so funny bro that's all the looks. Um, you didn't mention Akira. Oh, the headpiece. Yes. I sorry. I skipped. It. Sorry, I got so excited to talk about Jan. Uh, I literally wrote that fucking headpiece. Work it, bitch. I liked it. Her look was incredible. Yes, it was it very was amazing. Good. Um, she also understood the assignment. Yes, very much. She came out there and she said, "I'm going to give you glam goth." Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's going to be fucking beautiful. Makeup good, headpiece great, outfit great. She turned it out also. Yep, yep, yep. In my opinion, if I were to have to choose Mm -hmm. the tops, Jan, Kylie, Akira. Agreed. Okay. Wow, this show is really bringing us together. It is bringing uh, our friendship closer where other things have brought us so far apart. This will be what mends the the broken friendship. Yes, this is uh, the opposite of our early friendship Kanye conversations. This oh, is the opposite of that. Let's not bring Kanye into this. We don't have to. I feel differently about him these days. I have more compassion towards him. No. Um. So they when they were going to do the judgment phase, um, one of the most shadiest shade things I've ever heard somebody say was said. Emma Roberts. Uh, Emma Roberts called Raja's performance endearing. Which to me was just like, oh, that's you're saying it's bad without saying it's bad, girl. Yeah, because it was she, bad. She was very sweet to th- to all of them, and she looked great. God, I love Emma Roberts. She's Jesus. pregnant. 
She still looks. She looked Which amazing. She was beautiful. I, I, listen. I love Emma Roberts from from the yeah. moment that I watched her. And I really, I, I, I just wish she would do cocaine and be mean to me. That's all I'm asking. Awesome. I'm not asking for so much. Like uh, neglect your your newborn, do some cocaine and be mad at me. That's all I want. You might be asking for a bit too much. <laughs> this might be a bridge too far for her. Well. We'll see. I'll, we'll see what we can. I'll join. Can I'll join. If she does it, I'll join her little book club thing that she does. The be, the Bellatrix stuff. I think it's a company now. I think it's a book company now. I didn't know that she did that. Yeah, it's like a book club thing. I'm burping a lot. Which is weird. I don't. Uh, is gassy. that is it the magnesium running coursing through your body? It might be the magnesium, or it also just might be the both the all the drinking that I've done. Well, the like drinking. Okay, we're gonna talk tops and bottoms, and you and I might disagree. Mm-hmm. Kylie Sony Glove won. Okay. And I thought it was well fucking deserved. And I think that you're probably going to say that Jan should have won. Yes. And I wouldn't have had a problem if she did. No. Um, to me, this seems uh, like producer propaganda, though. I'm noticing a theme of people in the bottom becoming the top the next week and nobody winning two separate events and it when it's been deserved. And I'm wondering if that's intentional. It might be. Um. Like if um, now I'm think now I'm thinking about it. Walk me through this. So who was in the bottoms last week? Uh, well, Kylie and Jan. Yeah, and who hasn't won out of those two? Who hasn't been Kylie? Yeah, yeah. And it happened with Ginger. Ginger was the bottom of the week before, and then won on no merit the week after. Oh my God! Literally zero merit. Right. See what I'm saying? This is the theme that I'm not the pattern that I'm not, and this could just be my conspiracy addled brain, but I think this might be the um uh Tower Seven of <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. If you're, if you have any sort of conspiracy in mind, that would be a funny joke to you. I I don't, but now I'm angry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Because did I... I feel. So let me say this. Yeah. I, I think you that... have your pissed off face on, and I'm a little afraid. I think that Jan did a better job than Kylie, in my opinion. And I'm okay with that. Jan Jan did not need any type of um of coaching through any of this for sure. Um, Ginger, in my opinion was nothing special, so I would not have given it to her, but Mm -hmm. I do think that she would have been out of like the, the full, if you took the, if you take the, uh, the runway look and the competition into both into consideration. Yeah. Um, Akira would be kicked out and, and Ginger would be third. Um, because I think that her performance was second best. I agree. Uh, to Jan's and Kylie's. Yes. Um, however, neither Ginger nor, um uh neither Ginger nor Kylie. I thought you were doing your Australian accent no, no, for no. a second. I'm sorry. Nor. 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 <laughs> um I, I just mixed up the, the people. Neither neither Jan nor Ginger needed coaching. Correct. Yeah. Where Kylie did. She definitely did. And to me, it's like I understand that you're trying to break out of your shell, but just because you're trying to break out of your shell and you finally do, you can give you can give a good feedback to someone Mm -hmm. but in my opinion the when you take into consideration the runways i do technically think that ginger and jan did better than her okay that's fine the performance as a whole Mm -hmm. when you're watching it kylie fully blows the rest of them out of the water yeah but when taking other things into consideration in my opinion yeah that's fine the the that that has a lot to do with. I it. think you're right that I now that we're talking now we're talking this through and it's not I'm not I'm not emotionally t- like 
like furiously typing into my phone as I'm watching Drag Race. I think sure. I agree that Jan should have won. Yeah. I was very happy for Kylie. That's all. That's, I'm, I'm, I think that's really what listen, it is. Listen, I'm very happy for Kylie because I fucking love Kylie and she's kind of my front runner. Me too. More, more so than Jan. Um, I love Jan, but... Uh, uh, Jan's my number two, so... Yes. And then Scarlet would have been my third. Yes. Actually, if I'm being honest with you, it would have been Scarlet, Kylie, and then Jan. I think I would have had the exact same order. Yeah. And could you have? Could you imagine what the goth look? Oh have my been? god! Actually, I you know what? I would have lost my fucking mind. We're gonna we're gonna have maybe a true a true reaction here, a, a live reaction on the podcast. Wow. Well, it's live to us. It won't be live to these people because they'll hear it on a Monday instead of right now when we're recording this because it's pre-recorded. You know what I mean? Oh, Andrew, it's not technically live. Oh, what do you have for me, dog? Andrew, Andrew, okay. Um, it will be a fully live reaction to you watching this. Okay. Um, I don't know if the music is going to, if there, cause I know that there's music to this video. I don't, I probably won't even need it. Okay. You know what I mean? Let me, I, I'm going to click this, watch it. Okay. While Andrew is watching this. When queens get eliminated, but um, the challenges still happen, they post the look that they would have worn on the runway. And I'm kind of living. I'm sorry, there's going to be a little bit of dead space. What the fuck is going on here? I don't know if I like this, to be honest. And then I'll show you, I'll show you the actual outfit. I'm kind of living for Scarlett's outfit that she would have worn on the goth runway. Um, I don't know that I like it. Andrew, uh, the makeup is great. I don't. Uh, Did you go back and look at the picture? If you scroll, no. if you go, if you go back and then she posted the actual. The makeup is fucking awesome. Uh, it's really, really, really good. I don't know that I like the the laser spikes and it kind of looks like it's just she's wearing a bustier. It, it seems a little uninspired to me and I want to love so much. This is where this we're falling apart again. Um, I'm You're sorry. breaking up this family. I'm sorry. Give well, me my phone. <laughs> well, when I look at what Jan did, I mean, it's not even close. I thought it's okay. I just, I don't think I care for it. I don't know why, but I love it. Hmm. Interesting. Different takes. That's okay. Do, do, it was not better than Jan's. I will say that. Fuck no. It was a different take on goth than what Kylie did also. True. I think both of them, it would have been, it would have been very different takes on goth. But anyway, so yes, the, 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 sometimes the, the Queens that are eliminated that have already been eliminated, they still post all the runways. On oh, their, interesting. I didn't yeah. know. I'll have to check that out because they have to have all their runways. Set yeah. Already set. Prior. Okay. Okay. So Kylie won, uh, in the bottom was Raja and Akira, and I couldn't have agreed more. Raja and Akiria did deserve to be there. Yes. I agree. I um, agree. I don't know how Akiria's outfit didn't save her a little bit. Um, but her, obviously, I think if RuPaul oh, had been oh, picking... I didn't even mention Akiria in the challenge because she did She did so not good. It wasn't even bad. It was just like... It was just flat. Yeah. It, th- that's the thing is like... On, like that character's supposed to... So I just... Sorry to keep interrupting you. No, you're fine. Uh, that character's supposed to be like sassy and have attitude and it didn't... It mm-hmm. felt very forced and not... And not uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Genuine. Yeah. If um, in, I believe that the character that she was supposed to be playing was played by Gabrielle Sidibe. 
Yes, I believe that's correct. Um, in in Coven. Yes, she Gabourey does a already with her acting there's a little bit of camp involved to Mm -hmm. it so if you had watched it and you had gone along the lines of what she does right you would have gotten a great performance like you had a uh you had a character that arguably stole a lot of people's hearts in coven when you watched Mm -hmm. the original season people really loved her character I'm an Emma Roberts stan, so Emma Amen, Roberts, bro. Emma Roberts above everyone God, else, her, and then Sarah and her, Paulson. Here's the thing: that show really fucked because it's Emma Roberts as a goth chick, and it's just like what? Oh, it's God. Emma Roberts as a glam goth as a glam chick. goth, and I'm like, this was made for me. This is the universe has has put this out there for this is made for me. Yes, and it was. I mean, listen. I don't think that we said that Coven was our favorite season of of uh, AHS. Oh, yet, it is mine, but it is. Absolutely, my favorite season Same. of AHS. It's the best. It's really season. good. I might have to go rewatch it. If you watch none of the other things, because I'm so into fucking witchy shit. Yeah, I love that shit. Oh my god! And the way they did it, so fucking mm-hmm. in an editorial way, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah, it was because it wasn't good. like god. some weird hippie situation. No shade to the hippie witches out there, but that that was done so beautifully and like almost in a in a very like a vogue editorial yes way. i loved it oh i loved it. it um so where can it where is it streaming at where can i watch it um i believe all ahs seasons are on netflix and they're also on hulu oh perfect yeah um so i also agree i think akiri and raja were in the bottom yeah it, it, it just it is what it is yeah pandora's performance was enough to save her this week i think she yeah. i thought she was very good for the role that she and was i given. guess her fucking outfit on the runway was fine it was <laughs> it was okay it was okay uh the lipstick assassin was uh manila Lazan, who uh sorry girl you didn't stand a fucking chance because kylie sony glove served it the fuck up in my opinion this was and i i think the perfect way to describe this is it started and I think Manila might have thought that there was going to be a buildup with her performance. Mm-hmm. And little by little, you watched Kylie chip away at yep. her confidence. Oh, yes. 100%. And then Manila was just like. She was like a shell of herself by the end of it. I'm losing yeah. this. Yeah. Real bad. Kylie walked out there with her breasts. I don't. I do not understand how they were. They they did not reveal themselves. Um, I'm pretty sure they did, but I think that she had like tape over her nipples. But so when the, that would be because this woman was doing backflips. Yeah, it was she fucking was crazy. Doing splits. She was working that fucking song out. The yeah. song was "Dirty" by Christina Aguilera, which is one of my favorite pop songs of and all time. When Manila was up there and just kind of like walking around, I'm like, Christina Aguilera was sweaty looking and she was in she was in water she was having sex like she was having sexual relations (laughs) in the video for dirty Uh, that that video changed my childhood i I became an adult when i saw that music video it changed mine because i wanted to be christine yeah yeah, we changed our we had very Very different different. experiences but we loved it all the same equally loved yes but very different Very experiences. I that's when I was like, I need to get piercings everywhere. That was when I was like, she, I I'm in love. Yes, it, this is a feeling I've never felt before. Christi- and arguably, Christina Aguilera's best uh, um, era. Oh, the dirty era. era? Oh, fuck yeah. Stripped was stripped. Not only is stripped a fucking fantastic album, 
from start to motherfucking finish. But also outfit wise, concert wise, because it was when she went on co- she went on tour with uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, I bet that was fucking insane. And she had black hair. Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh my god, she worked it the fuck out. <sighs> and then Kylie on that stage, I was like. Okay, yeah. yeah. You understood what this song needed. And I'll be honest, it almost... Because Manila isn't a bad lip syncer. She's she's relatively good. I've, I've seen a couple of her lip syncs. Yeah. Um, I, I I just think this is not... The, that was not the song for Manila. But could you have imagined if Laganja had this song? Holy shit, no. I don't even know what she would have... I would have died. It would have been so much fucking sex appeal. Because this I is would a have song... Had, I would have had to turn it off for myself. I would have had to self-censor. Yes. Because it, and so she, Manila, because I like Manila as a, as a drag queen. She's, she's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of let me, she let me a little bit down. It was, it was, she like, didn't show, honest yeah, here. she didn't show up. It felt like, or I, I agree with your earlier take where it, she looks like she just got chipped away. Cause she walked in very confident. Yeah. And then like, as it, soon as, as soon as she looked over and saw what was going on, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And listen, that would knock anyone's confidence down. Yeah. You have. A beautiful woman doing splits, doing backflips, back using her body in ways. And when she was landing into these positions, oh, my God, I got, like, flustered. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, it was awesome. It was I awesome. love nothing more than someone turning out a fucking song like that. And that is a childhood song for me. Yes, for so sure. It has, it has a lot of great attachment to it. So Manila let me down. Yes, okay. That's it. Uh, Akira got chopped. I thought that was a fine choice. I have trouble with it. Yeah. Because I love Akiria and I think Akiria has a lot to offer. I just think that Akiria is not the most polished in her performing aspect. Okay. Okay. So it was I, fine. I wasn't upset. I, I saw Akiria. I almost did see Akiria winning. Interesting. I really? Just, I just saw all of her looks like just taking her a lot further because she is such a, She's such a she has such good understanding of what is required to go onto the runway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when she dresses up as a drag queen, she is dressing up as a performer and she's she's fully doing it out. And so to me, I'm like, I I, I did. I kinda I kinda had a little expectation oh, for her. And it's this is really hard for me because I think she's a better drag queen than Scarlet. Oh, that's a point of contention within yourself there. And so now that they're both eliminated, I'm like, oh, shit, because I don't know if you counted how many girls are left. Are are we at the point where? Yeah. Yeah. There's six left, right? There's seven girls. Seven left. left. Okay. So. So that means next week we're getting the game within the game is what I'm imagining, right? I think so. Okay. I think this is because it usually happens halfway through the season. Yeah, That makes sense. And then you you, and then from this point on, because. the last episode is four girls. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. Okay. So, uh, what episode are we on? Five? Six. No, five. Five, five, five. five. Okay. Uh, I believe now there's only going to be about five or six episodes left. Okay. Yeah. God, we're going to have to find other content. Mm-hmm. We only have a month left of this. We can watch Drag Race UK and talk about Drag Race UK. Okay, whatever. I'll watch anything. Because it is Sorgo. Sorgid. Okay, rooting interest and in, in, in wrapping up here, Kylie Sonic loves my number one, I think. Okay. Jan is a very, very close number two. Yes. Eureka is my number three. Okay. And I have 
Trinity as a four that might encroach on that number three. Mm-hmm. We are in agreement. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I Which I did not expect us to be there, but I, even with Trinity, absolutely. Interesting. Which Trinity, other than the makeup. Yeah, she's just got to work on that. I think if she works on that and... No, I obviously can't tell her this advice now because it was filmed months ago. But this is done. Yeah, if she, if she we, works on the winners, are done. Yeah, if she also, I heard that they film all the winners. They film scenes for all three winners, which is very interesting to yeah. me. Um, it's a way of not uh, containing of, spoilers, right? Yes, because it has happened so many times that it's been spoiled by people. That uh, I believe it was during season three. After season three, season three was the last one where they only filmed one, which Raja. Okay was the winner of not this Raja, the original Raja. Oh, okay. Raja Gemini, I believe was the last name. Okay. Uh, Raja Gemini. If you watch her runways, Oh my God, she was a great queen. Okay. I'll I'll watch that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel confident with that. I would feel really good if Kylie won, but I have to be honest. Something within me tells me Kylie isn't going to get herself across that line. You know, I think you're probably right, but I can, I can, have hope. We can we can dream and we can hope. Yes. Um. I want to say that the true contenders for the season are probably Ginger Minj and Eureka. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I interesting. I know. I know. I don't want it to be true. It's a little upsetting to me. Yeah. Um. I I really hope not. Um. And I also feel like if Ginger is in the bottom and she there someone is given the chance to get rid of her, I think they probably will. Yeah. You're probably right because. You've had too many chances now. Yeah. And it's like some of these people, have. this is their second chance. And it's like, I just don't think it's fair. Yeah. I want to see you. I still want to see people come back and, and be able to compete. Yeah, for sure. But. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, that is it for this week. You have been it. listening to The Tight End with Miguel. Yes. Bella Chow. Yeah. Chow. No Miss, no miss Piss or... Uh, 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 Brat Bastard of the Week. No, not this week. We're, no. we're, we ran long. Yeah. We won't. We'll, That's fine. We'll get it next week. Yeah. It'll be fine. We'll find someone next week to okay. do. All right. All right. Ciao. Bella, ciao.